Oh, I see a wild yeah. Wardod in the chat here. Wardod, yeah, Wardod. my soundbite. Yeah, he's been offering. It's my fault. I've been busy. Oh, don't don't you don't you <laughs> take responsibility? No, honest to God. Him. No, seriously, he he is legit. Word. He even told me today. He was like, dude, if I don't get this tape, she's gonna sue me for breach of contract. <laughs> he's right. <laughs> <laughs> I want my soundbite. Dude, he, he literally told me. He said this earlier today. He said, listen, if you don't let me record this soundbite tonight, I'm going to kill every ship. De- just like humping your base nonstop until you let me record this thing. I'm like, dude, I literally can't. Like, I can't. I'm not even in the studio today. They can always him to, you can always phone me up. <laughs> do a voice call with me. I can record it. <laughs> That's actually true. That's actually true. Same Eric way, can do it. If, if, you, if you are... If you are desperate to pay your tab, then uh, then Eric can do it. Hey, Eric, can you let Karkin back up? <laughs> no, this is so I am. This is not ne- yes, this is not necessarily a new mic. I'm just in. I'm in the car tonight. Is not a studio show because it, it was just too busy. So I was talking to to the panel earlier, and I said, "Listen, listen, just listen. What y'all listen? What y'all listen? Listen to it. I had no time." I messaged you guys, what, at like 12.30, and I said, okay, so I'd have to start the show as early as 2 o'clock, which I really didn't have time to do, to get off the air by 5 o'clock so I could get on the road to take the boys back to their mom's house, and that would have shot my entire day, and see, the boys were home for the weekend, Trader. I picked them up late Friday. It was after 1 o'clock in the morning when we got home Friday night. I worked all day Saturday, and, yeah. we, and we were so busy. Like, it wasn't a normal Saturday. Like, we actually were selling cars, which was, I kind of forgot how to do that. <laughs> so, so it was a very busy Saturday. Don't know why, but it was awesome. We sold a bunch of cars Saturday. And so I got it's home late. Busy, isn't it just like, oh, do you want a car? No? Okay, next. Do you want a car? <laughs> well, yeah. And you sound normal. That was just like my, that was Saturday. We, I finished, we normally close at one o'clock. I didn't leave the workshop till half past two. So yeah, was I, was, I was over That's an hour sad. late leaving. Yeah, I was over an hour late yeah. leaving yesterday. So then I got home late. I was exhausted. So we didn't do much Saturday night. We just kind of hung out, watched some TV. But then, you know, today. And I slept in a little bit. I got up at nine. Um, we had some stuff. I fixed some breakfast. And it was like, at that point, then, oh, okay, I can immediately rush out to the studio and spend the next five hours out there. Or I could actually spend some time with my children. So I made a decision. And, um, and so we pushed the show. Now he has peanut butter on his <clears throat> shirt. Yep, I pushed <laughs> the show. Um, and... Hung out with my kids until it was time to leave, which was like five o'clock. Actually, we didn't leave till about five thirty, and uh, I and then we hung out. We listened to music while we were driving, and hung out just men time. And I just dropped them off with their mom. And now, at nine o'clock, we will conduct our show. So sorry how late it is for the EU. Actually, if we go long enough, they'll be waking up. So is it actually EU friendly? I think Good morning is. with DJs. That's right. Good morning, Europe surfers. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it's a late show. I'm very sorry, but you know, it just wasn't enough time today. And then the whole Christmas tree thing. Oh, my God. I got to tell you about the Christmas tree. Stupid ass Christmas tree. Anyway, 
So we can't do NSFW? Will no, we be it's still going to be still gonna be a podcast. Oh. Still going to be a podcast. We're still going to publish it. Uh, it's just going to be, um, you know, Trader, we used to do Talking in Cars episodes a lot more than we do today. We yeah. used to do the, we used to do like three or four a month. Um, and now yeah, I've kind of worked, worked out with the timing of you yeah. going and drop, picking up and dropping off your boys. Yeah. So I've kind of, I'm pretty kinda, sure there was just, one DJ's talks from the bathroom, but no, no, that didn't happen. No, that, that did not happen that I recall. That was when he forgot to mute his mic. <laughs> I might've been very inebriated to find out. Um, but yeah, so you know, we used to do these you a lot go, more. You go. See, Mark sounds normal today. Mark sounds very normal today. Hello. See? Did somebody see distortion? No, it sounds great. Good evening, everybody. Uh, I hope you enjoyed a few minutes of the pre-show. Do you need me to hip hop or beatbox the intro? Can you please, Karkin? Please, Karkin. Uh, we're gonna hit the button. Mm-hmm. That's horrible. Sorry. Oh that doesn't, oh doesn't sound anything like the show. But uh <laughs> But Mark uh, or Aaron, somebody please clip that, and that is now a Twitch sound alert. Uh, appreciate you guys. Welcome. Good evening. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome to Talking in Cars with DJs. Uh, haven't done one of these in a while, at least not this late. But here we are together again, my friends. I appreciate you guys being here. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person broadcasting live from Highway 65. Uh, as I traverse this beautiful country here this evening. Here's and, hoping uh, this is the show where he does not drive off the side of the road. Uh, yeah. well, I don't usually, but you'll know if I do, because the rumble strips, as exhibited by uh, Bubba Joe, are quite loud. So we'll know <laughs> if that actually happens. But good evening, and I appreciate you guys being here. Welcome to the show. Uh, the biggest reason, Trader, we didn't just uh, postpone a show today is because there are things to talk about, right? There's things going on. We've had some events. We've had some good events. We've had some questionable events. Uh, and uh, then, of course, we have been meaning to get to some of the event store stuff, which we might try to touch on here tonight. Uh, and I appreciate and welcome you guys all in. Trader, is Bubba going to be joining us? Because he was especially excited about uh, being a part of a show that did not contain a stupid news segment. So I would have expected him to be here. I don't know. He had plenty of things to say. He was going to fully praise the Dax solo milestone. He thought that the uh, uh, bracket changes were glorious and beautiful. And, and he was going to tell you guys all the reasons that you're wrong about complaining about it. So uh, there's that. It's uh, <laughs> like Bubba. Uh, and, us. <laughs> yes, it is just like him. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, as indicated in the pre-show trader, I have now experienced yet another base crack by the one and only truly beautiful, uh, more beautiful on the inside than he is out, uh, Mr. Wardon. <laughs> oh my God, I've got so many dead ships. So many dead ships. Um, <laughs> Wardon. Anyway, uh, we do have a lot to get to tonight, so that's why we are doing the show from the car. Uh, I'm going to log in and throw a shield. Hopefully, I don't get stuck at 76, and, uh, and we'll be able to begin. Um, lots of stuff. Still stalling. There we go. Shields up. <laughs> All right. You don't Let's... need no stinking shields. <laughs> well, no. I, uh, War, War Dodd would beg to differ. Good evening, Bubba Joe. Welcome to the show. I was just telling everybody. 
how happy you were with all of the events of the weekend, the new bracketing on the solo leaderboard, the, the strength of the milestones, the depreciation and the reward. You found it all to be extremely satisfying. You appreciated the acts that Scopely took to make you feel more demeaned than ever. Can you explain your position, sir? I'm sorry, come again? <laughs> wow. Oh, it is an interesting topic. Why don't we start with the Jedzia Dax series of events? Because it should, Bubba Joe, have been a moment of celebration. Victory. Yeah, well, I, I say that word with a question mark because not everybody appreciates the return to solo leaderboards. All right. Not everybody does. However, I do know that a lot of people did. And so for those players, they probably should have been relatively pleased. However, however, the solo milestone that accompanied the event seems something smells funny about it. Something smells a little funny. Bubba Joe. Yes. I'm trying to figure out how I want to frame this conversation because there are two ways that you can look at it. All right. One of which is not going to be popular. The other of which is the community wanting something that maybe Scopely is not going to do. I don't know because there are logical reasons why this has happened. I don't think that we like them. I don't even think that I like them. I don't, I, I, they, I don't even think that they make the perfect amount of sense, but I worry. I worry about some of the logic placed behind the decision made for this SMS. So let's start, let's start with the SMS. Actually, you know what? Let's start with the solo leaderboard. The solo okay. leaderboard, all right? No, God, there's stuff wrong with it, too. I was going to try to knock one of them out of the way, Bubba Joe, but there's stuff wrong with both of them. All right, let's talk about the solo leaderboard first, I guess. The solo leaderboard, Jed Zia Dax. All right, what's wrong with the solo leaderboard? Anybody? Is that an open question? I would assume yeah. bracketing. Bracketing, now, definitely. Okay, now I have to ask this question because Rev came to me and said, these brackets are jokes. They're terrible. And I started looking at the brackets. Now, there are reasons that the old bracket system was busted, right? There are reasons. Truck and Chick has been very loud on this stage before. I've been pretty vocal about what I think should happen to the brackets. We've all had conversations about the brackets, all right? However, the previous set of brackets was pretty much the norm. It's been around for a couple of years, Bubba Joe. Nothing really significantly major has changed about it, but it was never, it, it was just something that the community kind of accepted. All right. Like, for example, an Ops 36 competing against an Ops 39. What about that is a pro and a con to somebody inside that bracket? Let's go back in time and let's talk about the brackets for a second. Okay. 36 to 39. What is appropriate about that bracket, Bubba Joe? If anything. Um, well, they have the same class class of ship that they're working on. Okay. Um, not really, with, but okay. Well, I mean, unless they have a jelly, which they could, um, they're, they're all, they're all, they're all working off of a G3 Epic, right? That's their, their, 
their top of the line chip, right? I guess that you can start getting the jelly at 38. Does that sound right? You can actually start earning the blueprints as early as 36. All right, but when you, can you cannot build it? you cannot build it until 39. Okay. okay. So ops 39 is required. Shipyard 39 is required to build it. All right. But you can start earning blueprints as early as 36. Uh, Dale says how the jellyfish pursuit event is 36 plus. All right. So you can start earning the blueprints for it in the jellyfish pursuit. That is a solo leaderboard also for materials and directives. But you can start accumulating those. You can also earn them at 36, if I'm not mistaken, through the territory the service. Chest. It's not 36 in the territory store. I That's right. I think it's 30. I think it is 38 in the territory store, but uh, Karkin is right. 36 in the Armada chest. So lots of ways that you can start that journey. But ultimately, Bubba, you're right. Shipyard 39 is required to construct the jelly. Now, once that jelly is constructed, you are still at Ops 39, which means that you're competing with 36s and now able to spend G4 resources into a ship. But Bubba, how do you earn G4 resources, uh, resources, or materials, rather? How do you earn G4 materials as an Ops 39? Uh, scrapping, I think, has to be the only way. Scrapping is one of the ways. What else happens at 39? It's actually quite significant. Epic away team missions? Well, that, I guess, if you could count that as sourcing, that's actually relatively insignificant. All right, very, very paltry amounts of materials. But what hands out an absolute boatload of materials? Oh, you're talking about Parabellum. I am talking about Parabellum. I'm also talking about Jelly Brawl. All right, Parabellum and Jelly Brawl. Now, real quick, just jelly to help Brawl's me out. Jelly on having a jelly, though. That's true, but they, they have it now. They're in Ops 39. They've built a jelly. Now they get all these events. Okay. They're still not refining it, but they can scrap. They've got now got these events that they can get it. They are still in that 36 to 39 bracket. Uh, also, can somebody tell me, because I may not know, the Cerritos, when can you get that to Tier 5? Is that Ops Locked behind 39? It is Ops Locked. So a 39 cannot possibly own a Tier 5 Jelly, is that what, or a Tier 5 Cerritos? Because I'm not entirely... Okay, Captain Bob says it is 40. Okay. Because I thought it was 39. I could be wrong on that. But I was also going to suggest the Cerritos Tier 5 events, Bubba Joe, hand out significant amounts of gas and explore ship parts. Okay? Now, these are all ways in which a 36 to 39 bracket are technically imbalanced. And, and let me be the first to stand in front of the mirror and say, Bubba Joe, that we have screamed about this in the past. Okay, now, Scopely never did anything about it. All right, they just let it lie. As a matter of fact, a lot of the community at the 38 through 39 area wanted to leave it alone because 39 was the top of the dog pile. 39 was always going to win. They were always going to win. Listen, if you were a 36 or a 37 in your solo leaderboard, the chances of you actually winning a material solo leaderboard were much more reduced than uh, if you were competing against a 39, than they would be if the 39s were not in your bracket. Scopely did leave that alone. They've never really messed with it. 39s have always been the top of their dog pile. Thank you, Hero. I knew I wasn't crazy. 
Hero has a Tier 5 Cerritos at Ops 39, now adding Bubba Joe, now adding yet another event that pays handsomely. But to get there, you got to have That pays the... extremely handsomely. Four-star. But we just gave you five different ways to earn a card. Material. If you pr- decide to prioritize the Tier 5 Cerritos, then you will start getting even more. Even more, because that event pays handsome amounts of G4 material as an Ops 39. Oh, daggone it. Okay, so the Tier 5 Cerritos events don't even open until 40. Daggone it. All right, well, then I, I was incorrect. So the ship can be taken to Tier 5, but you still don't get the event until 40. Daggone. All right, well, fine. Either way, there are multiple ways for 39s to earn G4 material. So... We've always complained that 39s being in the same bracket as a 36 is unfair. As a matter of fact, we could probably, we could probably go back in time about a year or two, Bubba Joe, where I was practically booed off stage because I suggested that the 39s should be in a higher bracket. Now, for the record, I knew nothing of this change. I didn't suggest it. I stopped talking about it years ago because Scopely never did anything about it. All right. Never, never talked anything about it. Never did anything about it. I haven't spoken to him about it. But this is ultimately how I felt like it should have been years ago. Because a 39 has more in common with a 40 and a 41 than they do anybody else. They have the ability to spend G4 material. The points score the same. You're absolutely correct, Graduated. G3 uncommon and G4 uncommon both score 100 points. All right. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, there is one difference between a 39. Well, actually two that I can think of. The first difference between a 39 and a 40 slash 41 would be their battle pass. Right? Yes. Yep. G4, G4 battle pass does not start until Ops 40. What else? What else is a significant, maybe not so, we make fun of it all the time, a not so significant source of materials that would right. begin... And Ops 41. Are you thinking about the refinery? I'm talking about the refinery. On top of that, we've got massive material influxes, Bubba Joe, from events starting at Ops 40. From the 7 and 30-day chest starting at Ops 40. The whole world changes at Ops 40. But, but Bubba Joe, we have had this same conversation before. How easily is an Ops level 40 player able to spend these materials it's nearly impossible it's nearly impossible meaning that their ability to spend materials at ops 40 is practically the same as it is at ops 39 you really have one thing that you could invest it into right now two i guess technically you could invest it into the cerritos you could also invest it into the jelly you will not invest it into materials you will not invest it into buildings because none of them take it Okay. Ops 41 could be a slightly different position, Bubba Joe. All right. I would be willing to get behind the argument that a 41 could go up into its next bracket. But I have a feeling that I understand why they made these brackets the way they did. All right. Taking the material economy out of it for a moment. Take the material economy out of it for a moment. Let's take a look at the shipyard brackets here, if you will. Bubba Joe, these brackets, all the way down into the 30s, line up perfectly with the opening of ships. 
Yeah? Can we take a look at these brackets, everybody? Except for G5, sorry. All the way through 50. All the way through Ops 50, these things line up perfectly with the opening of a shipyard. Okay? Uh, a ship that you could unlock is what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yes. 40. Yeah, yeah 42 yes. starts a new bracket. Yeah. 34 yeah. starts a new bracket. 46 starts a new bracket. 50 starts a new bracket. All right. Yeah. I totally understand what the Ark Runner was thinking when he designed these brackets. I do think that he missed a couple of things. Okay. Like we're talking about the economy. Now, this is interesting. I did see the comment. It's cute. I did see the comment in the chat that says, yeah, but 40s don't earn four times the amount of resources. You're right. It's not four times. It's actually closer to six times. But yes, <laughs> you do earn more as a 40. All right. Here's the problem that exists today and has always existed with these breakdowns. 40s and 41s have nothing to spend on. So therefore, if we're looking at the solo milestone piece of this, Bubba Joe, I will again continue to bang on that drum that those milestones are significantly too high. The ability to earn the materials is not what's in question. The ability to spend the materials continues to be the problem. Okay? Now, somebody may be able to argue and say, yeah, but at Ops 40, at Ops 41, it's extremely unlikely, Bubba Joe, that they're done with G3 content. Okay? Completely reasonable to assume that it's possible they still have tons of research, tons of ships, tons of stuff to do at the G3 level, and really probably shouldn't be looking at G4 material to score in an Ops 40 auction. And that's certainly plausible. We've talked in the past about the inability to spend that stuff. Okay? And there are some things, Cal, but it's very limited. You don't have the ability to go through and, and just blast through G4 stuff. Nor are you earning it fast enough as a fresh Ops 40. Okay? So, <clears throat> we look at these solo milestones. And I know I've jumped a little bit here, Bubba Joe. But I'll continue to beat on that drum. I think you guys are right. But, Bubba, I got to go back to the solo leaderboards. And I am going to come to the panel for another perspective. I don't find evil in these new brackets. As a matter of fact, these brackets are exactly what I called for two years ago. They didn't do it for me. They didn't do it for me. They, they haven't talked to me about it. I didn't bring it up. They've never changed the brackets. So I'm surprised that they have been. But I don't think I find fault in these brackets. I said two years ago, when I was a 39, mind you, when I was a 39, I said that the bracket should have gone up to 41. So Bubba, tell me what I'm missing today. Because to be perfectly honest, I've not been in the Discord all day. Not all day, so I know. 42? Because I'm facing against 42s. That's... You're not. You're actually facing 41s as far as the bracket's concerned. 42 Someone must starts, have leveled then. You got it. Somebody leveled up. Because the bracket stops at 41. All right? Now, of course, you're always going to have that potential where somebody was ready to push to 42, for example, Karkin. Maybe they've even got enough to get all the way to Shipyard 42, also construct their G4 Uncommon, and take it to Tier 7 all within the span of 48 hours. That would suck for you. But they also spent a ton of materials, and probably you weren't going to catch them unless you were prepared to do the same, which is the entire point of the auction. Bubba talks all the time about how his progression waits on these events. We've all talked about it. We all do it. Even if an officer comes out, that he doesn't like. 
We've talked about Jed Zia Dax. Trader does not like the function of this officer in any way, shape, or form, but was excited about the character. Trader, how you doing yeah. in your solo leaderboard? Uh, I am in third place. Third place. Are you spending more than the solo milestone required? Uh, yes, but it was a planned spend. Ah, thank you. It was a planned spend. Bubba Joe, you did the same thing last month. You said, regardless of whatever the officer is, you were going to 58. Uh Uh-oh, it was Bubba Joe. Oh, ooh. It was 58 when I heard the plan. He must have got a little bit of a a trigger finger. Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations on 59. That's actually pretty significant. Congratulations on Ops 59. And this is where I sit forever. And this is where he sits forever. You know what? I lies. remember you. That's I remember lies. you. That is lies. Wait for wait for him to get a nice officer auction and wait about two, three months when he's got about 100, 200, 300,000 materials laying around. He'll do it. So I did the I did the I did the I counted up everything. Uh, and so when I went to 59, I counted up all the buildings that had to be upgraded to 59. <laughs> and it ironically uh, added up to 99 buildings. So I've I've classified oh my, my trick my trek to sixty as ninety nine bottles of beer on the wall. Oh my ninety! So <laughs> the building prerequisites must be pretty daggone loose up there in G five land. Goodness gracious! What does Wait, that he, mean? That means he has to do ninety nine buildings to get to sixty. See, down in G four, you had to keep that stuff pretty tight. Like to go to ops, oh. what was it? To go to Ops 46 or 47, all your generators had to be 46. Uh, even now, to go to 50, everything has to be 49. Like, is that not that way? Because 99 buildings is more than a few levels. All I'm going to say to you is when you have to pay, like, $20 trillion for a building. I'm not uh, talking about no how expensive no they such, are. There's no such thing as loose. So I think, yes, they're, they're, they don't have all of their requirements that the that the G4 land had in terms of what you'd have to upgrade for the even levels. Um, it's a little uh, less onerous the, until you get to 59. Yeah. The, 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 you know how it going to like 46, you had to have all the generators and all the docks, all like, the docks, it, all it the is, guns. Yeah. It has been alternating. And just like with 40 going to 49, as you noticed, which was basically nothing going to 59 was basically nothing. So basically the last time I had to do anything significant was 48 and those buildings, most of them only had to come up to 46 or 47 or 56 or 57. So, so like I like docks and guns and stuff, they were at 56 or 57. So that's two of each. Well, that's, you know, the, the, the buildings add up quick. Uh, yeah. I would say that the one set of buildings that hasn't been updated lately are the ones around R and D. There hasn't been a lot of requirements for them, except in the research tree. So, um, so as long as, if you weren't if you weren't pushing on the research tree, um, which I wasn't because I'm saving my uncommon materials for this ungodly push to sixty. Um, I you know I, it, it, anyway so so I if I ever you know come on stage and go eighty eight bottles of beer on the wall you'll know that I've made a few more buildings progress towards the uh, the ultimate uh, goal of sixty but uh, eight eight uh, bottles of beer on the wall means you just finished ninety one buildings so it, it it goes the <laughs> other way he's gonna come for the next yes. three months like it's gonna be a big deal when he comes on the show and he's like ninety eight bottles of beer on the wall like yay he got one generator woo. 
Um, anyway, I digress. Yes. Yes. My point, my point about all that was, is that players are going to spend on their progression, regardless of the officer. Um, now, the officer could certainly add a flavor to it, right? Like, especially if it's a desirable officer, like in Trader's case, really want this officer, really want the character, not necessarily because of the abilities, just want Jetsy attacks in her I officer carousel. Her avatar. I yeah, really the, wanted her avatar. There you go, and she's already sporting it. All right, so. The, the, the point that I was trying to make there is simply about the progression, the auction, the so forth and so on. Now, if I come back to these brackets, all right, uh, this is where I'd like to go around the panel to start the show here today. I need somebody to tell me, aside from the points that we've already brought up, I need somebody to tell me mechanically why these brackets are worse than what they were before. Because, again, Bubba, Maybe I'm maybe I'm missing something, but these are the exact same brackets I wrote two years ago for solo leaderboards. I don't find anything crazy about this, even even for Ops 39. You know, like we've talked about a lot of the game that changes at Ops 39. You know, epic assignments and jellyfish and G4 acquisition and and this and that. All right, what what are the reasons aside from the fact you're no longer a top? dog i'm not going to accept that okay i'm not going to accept that before a 39 to come up here and say yeah but i can i used to be able to win everything sorry that logic is fundamentally hereby de uh, declined denied okay now again i can already sense the the feeling on the stage you guys need to open your ears because i haven't talked to them about this in years Honestly, I haven't. I haven't talked to him about it in ages. I had no idea that they were planning on changing it. You can blame well, me all you want. I, I personally don't care. Well, but but I, mean, I, 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 you, I think it was a positive change. I think so, too. I, I think that the only one. So I did hear some people and I, and I took this at face value until I until I looked at it. Someone was saying, well, I'm so glad I'm in a bracket with 50s as a 49 you know, in a 46 to 49, I'm so glad I'm in a bracket with 50s because people are spending G5 and they get the the, the point boost from that. And just Guess like, what? just hang on, just like what was said before is that somebody down in the 40s is like, yeah, you're not in a bracket with a 42. They were a 41 when the event started and pushed to 42. The same thing happened here. A 49 is a 46 to 49 is not in a bracket with a 50 unless somebody pushed into that. And then, of course, they get the scoring boost. But like, there's nothing that you can do about that. You know, the, the mechanics of the game are what they are. I would say that the only ops level that I see in this breakdown that I really think has a case, and it's not a super strong one, but I think it's a case, is 38. That's the one that I think stands out to me, right? 39 still has spending G3, and they're getting G4, potentially, if they have the jelly, and they might be able to invest it in that. Um, 40 and 41, they're getting G4. They may not have a place to spend it. 38, I think, is the one that hits me as, like, that might be the one level that is kind of, should have been the previous level then. It should have been 34 to 38, in my opinion. But the rest of these look fine to me. So let me go back and make sure that I understand, because, again, I have not spent a ton of time here. Are you telling me that 38 is included in the 41 bracket? Yes. All right, let me come back and take a quick peek. Uh, yeah, I see it. 38 to 41. So you're suggesting that 34 through 38 should have been the bracket and then a 39 through 41. And to be perfectly honest with you, 
I'm totally in support of that of that maneuver. Totally in support of that, Bubba Joe. All right. The 38s, for example, have zero ability to spend G4 material. None. They can't do it in buildings. They can't do it in researches. They can't even do it on the jelly. Okay. Now, Captain Bob, <laughs> see this, this is what I find humorous. Give 39s a bracket all to themselves. No. no. Decline. Decline. <laughs> Denied. Here's the problem. Here's the problem that I have seen in the messages, the hundreds of messages that I've gotten. All right. The hundreds of messages that I've gotten. And, and let me, let me, I'm sorry, I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off. Most of them are from ops levels that previously were at the top of their bracket. I, I'm sorry, I'm not responding to those. There's no mathematical logic other than you've lost an advantage that you expected to keep. Okay? And no, 38s cannot build the jelly. They absolutely cannot. It requires shipyard 39. All right? So 38, I could actually see that. If I was looking at this entire bracket, top to bottom, I think I agree with you, Bubba Joe. It could be the 38s. I actually, I actually, crazy enough, when I was looking at this earlier, I must have glossed over that because I really thought that the 38s were the new top of their bracket. All right? And we've all established in the past, Bubba, that Scopely themselves doesn't like camping. We can talk about it as much as we want. Rev can put out videos. We can give to-do lists. Scopely doesn't like it. So it's not surprising that they're going to look at this and try to shake it up. They've done it with other events, and they've done it with ships. They've done it. We, we've seen it like with events that require certain ships. We've seen it with, with uh, certain types of mechanics that will almost punish you for staying behind. Karkin, I know the 39s were very fussy this past month about not being able to earn 40 uh, rare solo directives, right? And besides, yep. besides, I know that there are other content creators. I know Rev fundamentally disagrees with me on camping. I have been saying for the last two years that I regretted it. Now, this is where Rev is a bigger content creator than me. He's still got more influence and more sway. Everybody likes camping. It is not really that great anymore. It's just not. All right? And if you're at Ops 39, let me just tell you, I regretted every minute of it that has come since my ascension i hated it because i cost myself tens of thousands of materials by camping i camped 10 months at ops 39 oh my god how much progress i lost you say there's we get all these resources okay but what are we spending them on if we don't have the jelly to get the jelly brawl then we have aside from a few primes there's nothing for these to put into we don't have anything so we're still I mean, in the g3 economy well that's kind of my point okay 39 should never have i mean they were the top of their bracket because for the longest time 39 was his top it was all that existed in the game then when they added g4 they just never blended those two economies 40 just started a new a new set of brackets it's always been that way karkin but i said two years ago that they should have blended those things so for two years, people have been planning to make their push to a certain level, and, and now it, the bar gets moved. That's, that's well, what people are mad about. No I, well, I, I get that. Push to 50, and then literally two days after I go to 50, there's up 60 that rolls out. There's no different. It just changes. The milestones in this game change all the time. 
And it's not realistic to assume that what you have now is going to be the same thing you have a year from now or even a month from now. That's just not realistic. It's not how the game works. Well, not only that, but there are, there are a ton of inherent reasons why Wait, camping at least for a three years. Yo, hey, sorry, I'm talking. Sorry. All right. right. Uh, there's a ton of reasons why that has changed <laughs> a lot with various different mechanics that come out. Like this comment from server 153's Aardvark is brilliant. Camping in G4 is fundamentally more difficult than it was in G3 because you start losing access to refined isogen. Battle Pass rewards, Disco Range research. They built G4 to push progression, and they are not wrong. G4, as far as the breadcrumb mechanic, was a gazillion percent more strategically designed. All right. Every time you made a jump, there was something just around the corner. Every time you made a move, there was something else just around the bend. All right. Uh, Angel in Disguise research, for example, and then Warp Particle research, and then Disco Range research, Refined Isogen, now the Biotic Swarm Refinery. I mean, there's a gazillion reasons why just a little bit more is going to pay a lot more. All right? That has been built all throughout G4. Karkin, they have been no secret about not liking camping. They've never liked camping. Now, to your point, totally understand. This moves the goalpost, and it has been in place a long time to be perfectly honest with you. And, and I want you to respond. I didn't want to interrupt, but I was like right in the middle of that, the, the, the goalpost moving is far overdue in my opinion. Now go ahead. I understand you're not a fan of this. Tell me why. Oh no, I was just in my comment to traders was, she said, you know, you can't expect it to stay the same, but it has stayed the same for three years. Well, well that's true. It's like, but that's like driving up to your, so you're approaching a stoplight and you can see as you're two blocks away that it's green. And that's like assuming that it's going to stay green the closer you get to it. You know from experience that these things are going to change and you have to expect that they're going to change, even if it takes three years to do it. Even if it takes four years or five years to do it, you have to expect that mechanics in this game are going to change, especially when they are and were as clearly flawed as the former brackets were. Well, a lot of people might not have thought they were flawed. I mean, a lot of people did. We've complained about them for ages. So the fact that they finally decided they chose this month to do something about it, I mean, I get it. The timing, there was never going to be good timing. About the only thing that you could have done here, Trader, would have been been like, hey, Listen, community, in 60 days, we're going to change these, these, these brackets. Like, here's advance warning. Here in a month or two, we're going to change it. We're going to let you know. Okay? That, but that's so not Scopely. <laughs> no, that's not Scopely. All right? That's not Scopely. And, and let me also kind of reinforce and reiterate, not officially, this is not coming from anybody at Scopely, but I can tell you firsthand. They don't like camping. They don't. They give you every reason and every temptation and every possible motivation to get you to move. Okay? They don't like camping. Let's talk well, about what let's talk about what camping does. What does camping actually do? I know this is going to be a very unpopular but but it is mathematically accurate. What does camping do for you, Karkin? 
allows me to catch up on things that you know maybe you skipped when you were jumping ahead. How do you catch uh, up on them? You collect the resources, and what do you mean? Yeah, I, well, yeah, that's exactly right. You're you not buying, buying them, them. Or collecting them. You're not buying them, right? No, so You're earning the them. That yes. Yeah. You're hoarding. You're living on a slow drip. Combine that with only upgrading during auctions. You, you you take what you're given for the small amounts they give each time, and then you upgrade in bursts. I mean, I get I get that, but from a business perspective, let me just ask you: Are you making any money? Are you talking from their side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's simply making it's simply making money off of you. No, not at all. All right, now. Obviously, the game exists. People play it. People play it free to play. I get all that. I get all that. All right. But their job is to make money. Camping is not desirable, which is why they've inherently built G4 all with all these different breadcrumbs. Okay. So this game is naturally more difficult for free to play. Obviously, I mean, in any game, any game out there where you can spend money, almost any game out there, where you can spend money, is going to offer some style of advantage to somebody uh, over somebody who doesn't. Not every game, but most. Okay? Simpy, that's hilarious. I wish I could read it, but I can't. But that's very funny. All right? <laughs> Actually, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to see if I can do it. Simpy says, yeah, they, they could breadcrumb the F off. <laughs> it's, it's too clever not to actually read it. Um... The whole G4 economy is built around breadcrumbs. All right, it, it just is. Let me ask you this. Community, name me some significant milestones that exist in G4 land. Let's start here, Trader. Significant milestones that exist throughout the 40s. Doesn't matter how high, how low, where they are, when they are. Tell me what they are. Okay? Angel Ops in disguise. 40. Angel in disguise, which, by the way... You earn the mission at 41, okay? You earn the mission at 41, Bubba Joe. They really kind of put that flavor in your mouth. They let you, they, they let you savor on it. They let you really kind of tempt yourself with the thought of earning that particle. Then at the end of Angel in Disguise, you earn the particle. You have it. Finally, Bubba Joe, you can unlock extended warp range research. Except. Yippee! Except wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? Except, except what? Except what? Do it at forty-one. Wait a second. You're telling me that I get the currency at Ops forty-one, but when do I get to actually do the research? Uh, it's either forty-two or forty-three. I don't remember. It's actually forty-two. Breadcrumb number one. All right. What's another breadcrumb? What's another breadcrumb? It exists all throughout the entire Ops forty. We'll just make this one simple. How about isogen? Isogen. Okay. The isogen refinery jumps stupid gaps between every paired ops level. I mean, it's massive. You're talking like a you're talking like an extra 15, 20, 25,000 isogen a day between some ops levels. Scooby Snacks has got another one. Biotics. Absolutely massive returns. Absolutely. Absolutely. Big, big changes. Okay. Lots of change uh, up till 50, up till 50. We're talking about, we're yeah. talking about uh, G4. Okay. So I you just want to, I just want to point out that you're, you're saying, well, it, it does, it camping doesn't make sense. It doesn't pay to camp. 
And because oh, no, because Scopely no, is Scopely has laid all these breadcrumbs out for you to continue to push your advancement. And I yeah. would say until 50, because when you get to 50, everything you do in the game makes your experience worse. Every single <laughs> ops level is worse than the previous ops level. Yet Baba Joe single one. Yet Baba Joe is 59. Yet Baba Joe is 59 and Traders is 60. Okay, let me just point this out. Okay, you're right. It gets worse and worse as you go. Yet they continue to keep on going. All right, because I guess they know they can. I don't know. Now, let me back up. I have not said. I have not said. Correct. We like pain. That's right. I can't wait. I'm also a masochist. I, I, I apparently I do that on Twitch. I do things that punish me all the time, like spending ninety thousand ultras before uh, a, a recruiting solo leaderboard. I, apparently, that's a thing. Now, I, I want to point out, but I didn't say that camping is bad. I like camping in certain places. I believe those places have changed. Scopely does not like camping because they like the impulse buy. Okay, they love the impulse buy. Obviously, that's what they want. They would probably love nothing more than for me to spend on this recruitment event because I blew all my ultras before the arc. Guess what? I am currently ranked 118th. I'm not going to place. It's not worth it at this time. Okay, there are still places that you can camp. But I think those places have changed over the last two years. And we have been preparing. Like, you guys can say, oh, well, they just suddenly moved the goalpost, or we weren't expecting this, or, or this throws my planning out the window. And, and I do get that. Karkin's right. It's been this way for, th- for years. But, man, for a long time, for almost as long, two years, I've been telling people that 41 is the new 39. That camping at 39 is just not a good idea anymore. It's just not. Okay? Now, at other spots throughout the 40s, I get it. 46, in my opinion, should be, should be a place that you're trying to get to, like, like quickly. Um, I think 49 is a what I would refer to as a mandatory rest stop, mandatory camping spot. Okay? You can't. You just can't. Like, you, like Bubba says about 59, there's like 17,000 buildings you got to do and researches and all this stuff. You're just going to be there a while. I will be forced to camp. Not because I don't want 50. I do want 50. Why, do, why would I want Ops 50, Bubba Joe? Not 51, but why would I want Ops 50? You want to get yourself a ship. I want a ship. I also want extra layers of research efficiency. I want... Uh, the ability to start earning G5 material. I want uh, the ability to start tapping into some of those improved daily mini events. A lot of reasons that players would want to be 50. Okay, A lot of reasons that players would want to be 46. Hell, even 42, really, for that matter. If you're not a big spender, I still think 42 is a great little spot to hang out for a while. Okay? I did also used to say 41 because there was already some shifting in some leaderboard events at that time. But 42 is a great little spot. Okay. Now, Mimi says, do you want to be stuffed into a bracket with Bayonetta? Listen, part of my progression 
has been the acknowledgement, the self-awareness that I no longer win auctions. As a matter of fact, can I tell you the last time community that I won a solo leaderboard auction? Ops 39. That was the last time. All right. Now, I want to point out this comment real quick, (laughs) slightly off topic. Hang on, hang on. Slightly off topic, but it demonstrates what they have built into the G4 economy. What did Cruzito just write, Bubba Joe? He says, don't stay at 42, go to 43 for the Franklin stuff. (laughs) You know what else comes at 43? The same amount of isogen that you would get at 42. Ah, but don't worry. If you're going to go to 43 to get Franklin stuff, Cruzito, you might as well go to 44 to get isogen stuff. (laughs) See how that works? Okay. Now, Joker says, free-to-play are proven the most intelligent. We don't expect to win auctions. Well, okay. I don't know if that makes you more intelligent or not, but, I mean, I'm with you. I don't expect to win them either, yet I spend money. Okay? Not sure if you're trying to slightly slap me with a dead fish there, but I'm acknowledging that if you're going to push your progression, unless you are a heavy spender, you're not going to win that stuff. But there are certain places that exist throughout this G4 economy that will make things better. Now, I am curious about one thing, Bubba Joe. I'm looking through the chat, and I see so many comments on the 40s. Is that an indication of the age of our listening audience? Or is that an indication that the G3 brackets were not that big of a deal, barring 39? Like... Are there any 34s out there who are horribly miffed off? What about Ops 33s who now rule their roost? Huh? What about Ops 27s who now rule their roost? What about them? Because 27s, man, you want to talk about an imbalance, Bubba Joe. 27s used to be in a bracket with 28s. You want to talk about imbalance there? Uh, I am talking about winning, Menace. I do. I can place. It's usually not very high. But definitely don't win. No, I can place. I think I'm currently ranked like, oh, God, 20, 30, 30 something in the current Jed Z auction, a 30th something. I think. I'll have to go back and check. I don't think I'm much higher than that. The thing is, these camping spots have always been somewhat deceptive. There are some baked into the game, and there are some that still indicate uh, some strategy position there. Ops 39 hasn't been one for years. And I get it. I get it. I understand why people are frazzled by that. The writing has been on the wall for a long time. And, and I think, obviously, Scopely is going to monetize this, right? They want you to progress. They want you to move. Okay? That being said, I do believe for many players, this is in your best interest. 39s. Get your butts moving. We've been telling you for two years. 39s should not be holding a 39. Stop it. Yeah, Stop, it. Stop it. Okay. 39s should not want to stay at 39. Now, I don't know. I have heard good things, Bubba Joe, about the G5 brackets. Do we want to spend a couple of minutes on that? Um, a, cu- so- a couple of the people that have messaged me have said, like, th- this is actually good for us. So this is, is what I'll me. say about this is what I'll say about the G five brackets is they instead of having one bracket from fifty plus they now have two, just like how G four there are multiple breaks where it makes sense to group players together. 
G5 has similar breaks. The problem is, is that G5 is not populous enough to justify that. So hopefully, at some point in the future, they will give more logical brackets for G5. Because it makes no sense to have a 55 be in the same bracket as a 60. They can't possibly spend the same materials. They're not earning the same materials. They can't spend the same materials. Um, so it's good that we now have two brackets instead of one. That is an improvement. But it, it, the, the, where they have the breaks don't make any sense. And a 50 and a 54 do not have the same capability to spend materials at all. So, no. I, 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 is it better than it has been in the past? Absolutely. Did they do a good job with the bracketing to where it is where it should be? I disagree. But it is better than it was. So if if that's the praise you were looking for, you have it. But well, I'm not necessarily looking for that. But I I I mean I really truly didn't understand. Some people have told me that it's gotten better. One complaint that I did see, which I was curious as to yours and Trader's reaction on. One reaction that I did see was because they broke you guys up, and I can only assume this is because of population density, that your leaderboard depths have changed. Is that correct? Well, sure. Yes. So, Because there's, there's, on my server, there's, I don't know, 30, 50 pluses, and now there's nine people on my leaderboard that are the 56, 55 plus. So spending so, a single material guarantees a spot on your leaderboard at this time. Well, on my server, I don't know about Trader's server. I don't know how many people are in 55. It's, I imagine it's quite a bit more. It's going to vary from server to server. Sure. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, there's 27 on my leaderboard. Does it go all the way down past? Yeah, I guess it would, wouldn't it? Okay. Because, and so the you rewards, guys. Rewards, the rewards <clears throat> on my leaderboard only go to 10. They go 10 they spots did, deep. They did used to go farther. Yeah, they went to 25, in fact, when it was the entire decade. So let me ask you, just in in seeking objective feedback, uh, and Stony Dude, uh, Maximum Hunter, any of you guys, let me let me get your sound off because I gave G4s uh, plenty of time there for a minute. Let me ask about G5. Uh, obviously, this is brand new. Would you prefer, and, and again, this is probably going to be a rules the roost position as well, but would you prefer uh, shallower leaderboards if the brackets were tighter? I mean, we've always kind of, generally hinted in that direction right we want tighter brackets even if the leaderboard spots were a little bit more condensed that's kind of what they did here they they definitely shallowed the depth of the leaderboard but they did finally break it up so that a 50 which is this is how it used to be um a 50 wasn't competing with a 60 or at least a 51 wasn't competing with a 60 is this better hunter or stony is this better than what it was uh trader what are your thoughts i think it's better than what it was it takes me out of those lower ops players, the lower G5 players brackets, which is good for them. And, you know, obviously I'm not going to complain about having smaller brackets and I'm not going to complain at all about having the result being a smaller leaderboard. The fact of the matter is, is that when I tier what my Derdicks, you're not going to have an ops 51 who is going to get even close to being able to spend enough materials to catch me. And so I think from parity point of view, I do agree with Bubba Joe. I think as G5 progresses, it would make sense to move the cutoff point to 56 because Ops 56 is when you can get a G5 rare and there's more of an opportunity to spend materials. Um, but I think at least having two brackets for now 
is a definite improvement to G5 players. I think it allows them to be more competitive in the leaderboards. And I think to, to add on to everything the trader said, which I agree with, I think it's it's the reason it's only two now is a population thing, right? Yeah, you have I trader agree. server that has 20, my server has eight, right? Eight or nine. Um, and so other servers, some server may only have three and another server may have 40, right? It just, the population is not high enough for G5 to justify having that fidelity of bracket for a leaderboard. So, but this is better because it has separated the people that, the players that can't possibly spend, like the buildings I'm building right now are high tens of thousands of G5 material. The mm. buildings that they're building at 51 and 52 are like a thousand or a few hundred. Yes. Like it's not, yep. the scaling doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. I do one building, they have to do 17 to keep up. Separating that at least somewhere, picking a point, they picked 54, fine, makes sense. But I think there needs to be more fidelity around that rare ship, possibly at the uncommon ship as well, like somewhere in there, um, once there are more players in the 50s. But for right now, I agree. This is good for the people that are in the highest bracket. It's good for the people in the lower bracket because they're not having to go, well, I got to upgrade my ship six tiers to do what Bubba Joe did with two buildings. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with Bubba Joe. So actually being completely transparent on your words, it doesn't change anything for the higher ops bracket players. It changes everything for the lower 50 Correct. players. Correct. Yeah. Because the higher fifty players are, are going to get the points regardless, but yes. by removing by removing fifty five through sixty, now fifty one through fifty four have an opportunity. Absolutely, yep. and that right. is so important. That is so important. They need these officers too. So, I think Bubba, you're right. When we look at the reason that the brackets were separated in the first place, is obviously because there are now more players getting to those higher ops levels. This is straight up a population density thing. Now, I am observing something somewhat interesting in the chat, which is the G5 players want tighter bracketing as well. I think if that were to be the solution, leaderboard spots would get even tighter. And, and that would probably concern me a little bit. Um, I don't know. Let me, let me ask. So uh, like top five then instead of top ten? Well, I mean, I'm not saying that that's what they would do, but the population, as Bubba just indicated, Bubba Joe indicated that the population isn't heavy enough for for that to really work that way. That's why they shallowed the depth of the leaderboard, even mm -hmm. by breaking the bracket in half. Um, so I, I'm just kind of curious if you guys did take, say, for example, uh, four brackets in G5 range instead of instead of you know two brackets. Would you tolerate a top five leaderboard? I think well, that would be really tight. Honestly, I think so too. It's going to be. I think so too. It's going to be highly dependent on the population of your surfer. For mm -hmm. me, I would love a tighter bracket. I'd be guaranteed to come in first. I'm two ops levels clear to the next closest person in my bracket. So if there were five brackets, I would be in the top one, and I'd be the only player, and I'd get so selfishly. Oh yeah, I want a tighter bracket. But I, I, but that's the population of my server, right? I think that for most servers, they're looking at the general server. There's X number of players in G5. So right. we should have two brackets for that. 
and some servers are going to have a little bit better, some servers are going to have a little bit worse, but they have to wait until the average number of players in a server reaches a certain point before they can add more definite, more, more uh, brackets to that. But sure, I'd love a tighter bracket for me personally, because I would win it because there's no one close to me. Now, eventually someone would see that and go, well, I'll compete only with you, and they would jump up to, to 59, right? Yeah. So I don't see that that is, I don't see that that makes sense. Now, I saw in the chat, someone's like, it should be, it should be 50 to 55 from somebody who is a 55. Look, I get it. It actually <laughs> should be 50 to 52, 53 to 55, and 56 to 60. That's what it should be. There's just not enough players to justify that yet. You know, I'm, I'm wondering because, you know, again, a lot of this comes back to what Karkin said. A lot of this comes back to moving of the goalposts. That's the only reason this is bad is that people have planned for a certain way, to spend a certain way, to hoard a certain way, to camp a certain way, and now that metric has changed. But for the last 15 minutes, we've talked about population density. Is it possible that these brackets have been shuffled because of population density? Absolutely. Like, I mean, obviously, <laughs> there, there are a lot of players that are now approaching the late 30s. Even free-to-plays should, should be there. You know, so as the population begins to mature and grow uh, older and grow into G4, we're going to see shuffling of these brackets. Now listen, this is not the last time you'll ever see this bracket shuffled. Hell, next month it could go right back to the way it was. Plan for that, guys. I mean, we don't know. I spent hell. I spent two weeks last month telling you I didn't even expect to see auctions come back. And, and they pulled the rug out from enemy on that. Gobbles must be thrilled to death because Gobbles was the one person. He probably took the news the hardest. He called me. He was crying. Giant man baby tears. He did. He was crying. And I'm kidding. Oh, by the way, he didn't. But he was very outspoken. He was like, oh, my God, that would be just the worst. He said to completely remove solo leaderboards would be the absolute worst. He had to have been thrilled this month. That they actually did return. I'm surprised that they returned. They don't tell. Them. I, I am not thrilled. I know. I'm not. sure not. I'm sure not. What's your leaderboard looking like there, Trader? Uh, top on my leaderboard. By the way, for a not very useful officer, uh, I might add, at least at my ops level, 128 million points. <laughs> uh, I was waiting uh, for us to get to the point of that. All of this for an officer that's. Because yeah. she's solo armada limited is completely no. useless to me. No, not that. She has score points that high for two reasons. One, they were going to do it anyway. Progression. They were just going to do it anyway. That's one. All right. Number two, trader. What was number two? They want the... Jadzia. They want Jadzia. They want her. She's beautiful. She's a, a, a legacy character. Her art is good. She's a loved, a yeah. beloved character in the Star they Trek did her universe. Wrong, but I love her. They She's did her my wrong. Character in the Star Wars uni or Star Trek universe. My absolute favorite. Well, not not, the the first time they brought uh, Worf out was uh, not exactly the greatest. How did you feel about Ezra? They did good by him. By bringing I, up. I was not. I was not a fan of that move either. I was not a fan when when they made that move to Ezri. I like Jedzia. But you know, listen. Everything, everything, all good things must come to an end, right? You don't. All like good Esri? things. I did. I didn't like Ezri as much. I do like Ezri, no. but I, I didn't like her as much. 
not nearly as much. Jadzia there's, was there's, was the bomb. Th- that's that's the qualifier I was looking for, right? I mean, she was not Jadzia. Fine, no. and Jadzia was, it was awesome. A very, it was a very different character, and some of the storylines they explored because it was a very different character weren't as good as what they did with Jadzia. Totally on you board did. with that. But I liked both, right? I didn't like it as much as Jadzia. But I was okay with Esri. It's just, you know, she wasn't as good as Jadzia. Well, that's fine. She, she went off to do a major network television comedy and was very successful at it. Like, it's a fantastic actor. They wrote her well. Like, it was going to be tough to fill those shoes. And they did it, I think, the only way they could. So not as good as Jadzia, but still good. I'm okay with that qualifier. Because Esri was fine. She just wasn't Jadzia. Jadzia was, was awesome. I mean, her right. character was badass. Yeah. Yes. She 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 was a badass character. She had great interactions with the crew. Her chemistry with Worf and her chemistry with Cisco were just You're right, Bubba. She was a fantastic actress. She mm-hmm. she was she was great. All right. A fantastic she, actress in a fantastic role. She was an amazing very good. character. She really really was. So when you talk about, you know, Bubba, you are very very known for coming on the stage and talking about the legacy of characters and the desire of characters that exist, that are our favorites in the show. Listen, it doesn't matter that her ability, I mean, it does matter. We'll get to this in a moment. It doesn't matter to some players that the abilities, right? Like it doesn't really matter that the abilities are kind of crappy yet again, you know, you take a look at Jad Zia, same way as I look at TOS Spock. All right. Even though TOS Spock has developed some some use later in his in his officer progression, like it's still just hey. man, what an underwhelming delivery for that guy. A legacy. I mean, Leonard hey, Nimoy's Spock. At, at least, uh, at least Jadzia's artwork actually looks like her. Her artwork is good. She does have good artwork. But, I mean, we talk about the abilities that get assigned to some of our favorite officers, and I'm just thinking to myself, man. Like, this is another example. Like, I, I th- that was the first thing I thought. Here's another TOS Spock. An epic, legendary, like, wonderfully fantastic, you know, character and the officer ability. Like, they, they, the synergies don't even make sense on this card. You know, like, the synergy doesn't even make sense on this card. Like, Jad Zia Dax. Okay, well, this is not what I wanted to go, Bubba. But Jad Zia Dax, unable to command? My ass. Okay. Jadzia Dax could sit in the captain's chair any time she wanted to. All right. No captain's maneuver. Give me a break. She's not a lower decker. All right. But even if you wanted to use her on the bridge, even if you wanted to use her on the bridge, Bubba Joe, you literally can't put her with Cisco. Wait, what are you talking about? She's a tactical officer. She's not a lower decker. No, what what he's saying is that she can't be captain either because she has no captain maneuver. Yes, she no. does. <laughs> Chad Zia? I'm looking Am at it right now. Who are you Here's talking about? Hold on, quit Who yelling. <laughs> maybe, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm in the freaking car. I'm in the car. Either way, the bottom line okay. the bottom line is this. The bottom line is this. She can't sit with Benjamin. Who who should she have sat with? She should have freaking sat with Benjamin. Yes. Why can't she sit with Benjamin? Because you don't get the freaking energy. She's a tactical officer. 
All right, I might I might have been talking about Odo, and that's fine. Whatever. Either way, her her it's still. I digress. Her synergy still doesn't make sense to me narratively. All right, that's just a narrative observation. By the way, but again, none of this matters. None of it, Bubba, because look at the scores. Players just wanted Terry Farrell. That's what they wanted. That's all they You're wanted. Right they wanted the that. character. So absolutely right about that. So I agree with you <laughs> that she. I wanted her to be more. Okay, I did. But you're really confused. She synergizes with Cisco very well. Okay, if you decide right, you I'm, want I'm mitigation, confused. you're confused. If you decide you want mitigation, you put Cisco in the captain's chair. If you want piercing, you put her in the captain's chair. They are a great one-two punch. Now she only works for solo armadas, which is a little limiting. I wish she would have been a little bit more general than that. So that's a criticism, but she has a captain's maneuver. She can absolutely synergize with Cisco. They have different abilities. What you don't get is full synergy with Cisco, her, and Miles, because her and Miles, I believe, share. Let me look right now because I'm just double checking. Oh, uh, well, then um, I'm completely wrong. Ignore me. Okay. So who was it we were talking well, about the other night that couldn't synergize? Wrong. Who were we talking about the other night then? Because we were talking about this, that she couldn't synergize. Was it Kira? Were we talking about the new Kira card? The because new Kira it, it card's was terrible. I don't like Jadzia because her role in Solo Armadas, if you were to put her with Cisco, is damage. That's her ability, right? Aside from the synergy she's giving Cisco, because is pretty good. Her at officer's ability is damage, her captain's ability is piercing. But that's, that damage is only going to apply to the ship you're on. Oh if my God, use, I just found so chicken fingers. <laughs> she'd be chicken fingers. She'd <laughs> be replacing Lorca, which is already giving a huge damage boost to your other ship, which is focusing on crits. So you're probably getting a net loss in damage. Yeah, new cure is the uh, lower decker. So yeah. really, in my setup, there is no place for either Jadzia or Bashir, so even if I change my ships. I I disagree. I think that there's a place you can still find for Lorca. That's a discussion for another time. But Jadzia is a fantastic addition to the DS9 crewing. You can go Jadzia, uh, Miles, and Cisco, and have a very good solo armada crew. Okay, you're really you sacrificing could... a lot of mitigation. Those solo armadas, it's mitigation that you need first off. And if you take Cisco out Bubba. of the captain seat, <laughs> not for Bubba. He's just gonna right, maybe different. Yeah, he's just gonna smack it with a slab of wood. <laughs> That being said, uh, well, maybe that's the point then. We can talk about Jedzia as as a capable officer a little bit later because I am going to want to test with her. I'm hoping to be able to unlock her myself this month, and, and I'm sure Bubba Joe will get it sooner than, than me. So we can nah. do some testing with that. But so, well, TNC so Warp was a crappy officer when he first came out too, but he, they made him better by bringing out Honor Guard Warp. So why <laughs> wouldn't it be, you know, couldn't they, uh, there's no reason why they couldn't bring out another Jedzia. Wait a second. Did you just say they made TNG Wharf better by bringing out Honor Guard Wharf? No, no, no. Is that what TNG you just Warf, said? TNG Wharf was crappy when he first came out, but they made it better. They made Wharf better by bringing out Honor Guard Wharf. So you're expecting yeah. a whole new Jadzia card? Yeah. Jadzia's no. I mean, oh, maybe. Absolutely. No, I doubt it. So yeah, I, doubt I think of the officers released this arc. Okay, not including the one that was the, the infiltrator Kira. Of the officers released this arc, Jedzia Dax is absolutely a, a good officer. 
everyone else is garbage, I think. If she wasn't like, a solo Armada only, I would absolutely have a spot for her on the Cisco Miles Jedzia crew. The fact that she's taking away my support officer for my main build of the con. Well, maybe we just maybe we just got to shuffle around a little bit. Maybe we'll have to do that. Listen, well, we can play with that on Twitch some, but we might have to tinker with that a little bit because you know what? There are players, and we noticed this early, Trader. Uh, we noticed this early that there were going to be the, the power gaps, just like in the Cardassian Armadas, the power gaps in these solo Armadas is pretty vast. So there are people out there that are running with crews to punch up, but then they're going to get to a point where they can't punch up to the next level. So they're going to come back down like Rev was talking about and do some loot crew kind of stuff. Listen, there could be a middle of the road or even a punch up crew like this can fit. All right. I'm looking at the officer abilities now. And, and I obviously was clearly confused. This can fit somehow, somewhere. We might have to do a little bit of tinkering, a little bit of adjustment. Maybe it comes in the Defiant being able to stand on its own a little bit more. Or hell, maybe she goes on the Defiant. All right. Um, that's still going to require the Defiant to be more powerful than it probably is for a lot of players right now. We'll have to check that out over time. The bottom line is, coming back to the solo leaderboard, which is where I want to wrap up uh, here for this particular piece, is that players are spending on this officer, at least they're in-game stuff, to be able to progress, and, and they're doing it without care of what the officer is. They're going to do it. So if progression, and this is where I come back, if progression is a key driver for a majority of players, even a slight majority, if progression is the key reason that players push, then it makes sense that these leaderboard brackets have been adjusted. I do feel bad for the 39s. I do. But you've ruled your roost for two years. Now, if we come over and we start talking about the solo milestone, then I've got much more sympathy. I got much more sympathy, Bubba Joe, because yet again, I got to be honest with you. Can I just be straight up with you? I'm not even a thousand percent sure because they haven't. I haven't spoken to them this weekend. I haven't. Not at all. I pretty much took the whole weekend off. I haven't spoken to him, Bubba Joe. I have no idea if this was even intended. I have no clue. Of, of what was intended? The milestones for the solo milestone pairing. I don't even know if it was intended because, you know what, the community's got a lot of valid points in the PMs that I got. I'm going to be much more willing to advocate for you on the solo milestone than I am on the leaderboard because, Bubba, we got the same milestones that we got for Wayun, right? That's pretty much, that's pretty much what they were, right? Can anybody tell me? They're pretty much the exact same as they were last month. Now, Bubba, last month we talked about what came in the Wayun event. There was no solo leaderboard. Let's refresh people's memories. There was no solo leaderboard, but there was this recruit thing where they kind of built it as a hybrid to the spend-only model of Ducat. Inside one solo milestone, it was a significantly higher, even labeled heroic, I might add. There was a significantly higher milestone, and it contained eight Wayun shards directly, and it also contained eight pulls out of a, of a chest, Bubba, that gave 80 total shards, and on average gave out an additional four to five shards I think, is that what we said? No. Gave out an addition. Crap, I've already forgotten my math on this. We said the average was, what, 20 total? 
that the average that the eight poles were supposed to get players. That's what it was. Eight poles were supposed to get players around 12 shards. So this heroic milestone that we had last month paid in the ballpark of 20 shards, ballpark of 20 shards for the premier officer, but still also gave approximately, according to that math, 68 other officer shards. It was a total of 88 officer shards for that spent. This month, <laughs> you're all the way down to 11. Now, somebody tell me if I'm missing anything. Am I, am I missing anything? Because I want to make sure I got this right. The same right. spend, the same spend, and 11 shards as compared to 88. So, uh, count the uh, event currency you're getting. Anything there? The event currency is in the leaderboard, not in the milestone. That's He's correct. exclusively about the milestone. It's not in the solo milestone. Not in the solo milestone. The leaderboard did have some loot, but you know what? The leaderboard payouts, I don't think are what anybody's really complaining about. That avatar, extremely highly. They value the avatar at approximately, I suppose, uh, 77 shards. <laughs> I mean, I suppose right. they, know, they knew players like me would really want that avatar. Me and Ripper, all in. Well, you know, and, and you know what? You're right, Medic. I am forgetting about the concurrent Gold Ducat XSLB. So, yeah, but I almost don't want to count that because that didn't happen in week one and players fussed about it. And so they added it to, to week two and week three. And, and that was a good gesture. Listen, if I'm being honest with you, that was a good, that was a good token. I know some players were still fussy about it, but I thought it was a good token. It made the arc, actually. All right. I thought, I thought it was a solid move. It was a generous move. I thought it was a solid move. All right. Uh, for weeks two and three last month. But this month, I got to be honest with you, Bubba. Like I, you know, again, I'll, I'll bring this up tomorrow. I'm not even sure that this is right. I'm really not sure that this is even right. Well, this the getting 11 shards is right. Like that's 11 or 12 is what it should have been. Right? We agree. Probably. Yeah. 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 But the milestones certain like looks like they copied the milestones and didn't do anything. And seems like there may have been an opportunity there for them to do a little bit of a shift there. But no, I agree. I, I think that there's definitely a, a case to be made there. I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. I, I don't think that this paired SMS was supposed to run this way. I mean, I, that's how I'm going to approach it. I'm going to approach it tomorrow and be like, hey, obviously this was designed for an event that paid 88 shards and it shouldn't have been the milestones that were used to pay 11 shards, you know? So I, I'm not, I'm not sure. Like that's how I'm going to approach it. And, and for anybody, anybody, and I can't imagine that anybody wouldn't want me to take that position. I got your back on that. I'm not as much fussy about the, the solo leaderboard bracketing. I'm really not. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll tell people, I'll, I'll tell them that some people were fussy about it, but I think it's fussy for the wrong reasons. This solo milestone, on the other hand, like that just, just ain't, there ain't no logic to that. There's no, you know, I listen, Bubba, I like math. I like the logic. I like, I like intelligent design. I don't see it in this solo milestone. Anybody wrong? Or anybody think I'm wrong? Nope. I think you got it. Okay. I see no intelligent design in this paired SMS. All right. So if anybody has a reason that it, that it could be this way, then let me know. Now, I will tell you this. I did have a conversation 
uh, in a different Discord the other day. And I think I kind of brought those tones into our Discord Saturday, maybe, where the conversation about whether or not the solo milestones should be increased from typical, that conversation can probably happen. You know, part of the logic for that was, hey, economy has shifted, refineries paying more, you got the sealing rod fragments now, you got these 40 chips, there's a lot of materials out there. So not, I mean, we, we observed that even last month. That was something I even pointed out last month. These milestones are heroic. They're very high. They paid very well, but why were they so high? Well, they're looking to drain the economy of more materials, but it does have to be worth it, okay? This month, I can argue that it's certainly not worth it in the slightest, but does it need to be the same milestone benchmark as we've had for two years? Probably not. Okay. There probably is room for some inflation there. Packs get inflated. All right. Refinery's been inflated. Things get, things get inflated in this game. Even the packs that people buy are giving more. So it's not unreasonable for Scopely to ask for more in their quote unquote sync events. All right. But not, not at this level. Not at this level. All right. Certainly not. Um, let me come to the chat and ask a couple of questions. I've seen, I've seen this a little bit here. Uh, Duval asked, what's up with the hollow cards? Will we get more? Yes. As a matter of fact, Tuesday, you're going to get another run of take me out to the hollow suite, which will be another run of trivia. And you'll be able to earn more of those. I think it paid what? 1600. It paid 1600 on the last one. It was enough for two pulls. Is that correct? Am I thinking? Yeah, it was 1600. Yeah. 1600. You will get that again coming up this Tuesday. So, yes, more baseball trivia uh, that will start this Tuesday with uh, run number two of Take Me Out to the Hollow Suite. Devine says, hopefully not baseball again. Well, sorry, it will be because uh, it's it's Benjamin Sisko's sport. A lot of, you know, and I saw this comment too, Bubba Joe, and I'm not sure if it's something we should spend a ton of time on. You know, there are a lot of events, every single arc, that can come back to one episode or can come back to what we might think is a subtle theme. I, I understand that, you know, players all over the world may not be familiar with baseball or may not play baseball, but this does very much thematically tie into Deep Space Nine. Absolutely. All right. It, and it and very, it's not like baseball was just one episode. It was a recurring theme through multiple episodes. It they sure should was. have questions like, what card did uh, Jake get Ooh. his father? Like... That um, that would be tougher. Listen, who, if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna incorporate if you're gonna incorporate baseball uh, trivia, then I'm okay with it being simpler. I am, but I'm also very very okay with it being present. Benjamin Cisco's love of baseball was very prevalent throughout the entire series. Mm-hmm. All right, it yep. was very prevalent. I remember, and I'm trying to remember what episode this was in. I don't remember if he was in The Defiant or if he was uh, in Deep Space Nine, but I remember there being a, a, a ton of damage. Like, they, they were under attack. They were, you know, extremely damaged. And I remember a pretty, and I got made this might sound silly, I remember a pretty stirring scene when that baseball, in its case, crashed to the floor and, and kind of shattered. And, you know, that was, they focused on that moment kind of very specifically as as the director, as the producer of that episode, they knew the significance of that baseball, you know? And so when it crashed to the floor and the case broke, 
you know, like that was kind of, that was kind of significant. You know, that's why they chose to put that in that episode. So I liked when Cisco left the baseball for Ducat and there's like, Oh, what does this mean? It's like, it means he'll be back. Yeah. All right. So I, I just, you know, baseball being a part of deep space nine, I understand that, that many, many people don't like baseball and that's fine. All right. But it was a part of deep space nine. And then, and if, and if we're appreciating all of deep space nine, that's going to involve like an inherent appreciation for at least the symbol, uh, the symbol of the baseball uh, and, and of Cisco's love of that sport throughout the series. For that reason, the event is completely fine. Like I give it a complete pass. I actually loved it. It brought us back Bubba Joe to a simplistic trivia event. One that didn't necessarily require us to like draw on paper and, and, you know, have do, a musical degree, have a music degree <laughs> and, and all this other stuff. Like, you know, that, that might've been taking it too far. This was simple. And, and the answers were easy to find, and I thought it was good. Um, but I know, I know that some people were kind of fussy about that. Anyway, long answer short, uh, Duval, yes, you'll get it again. Uh, as a matter of fact, community, I know that I have been somewhat lacking in an event guide video this month, mainly because of a Joe. <laughs> I still don't have a finalized calendar from Scopely. Like, still. All right. So I put it off. As long as I could, but I did actually record the event guide video earlier this evening. You'll have it tomorrow. I'm sorry. I, I just, you know, I, I, I was trying to put it off. I was trying to find out because some things we don't know. Listen, we got surprised. A happy surprise with Jelly Brawl on the day of Interceptor Hunter. That was great. I hope that the next Jelly Brawl runs again this Friday with... Uh, uh, sorry, Explorer Hunter is what I meant to say. I hope that that happens again. That was very synergistic. Here was another update that we didn't expect, Trader, that the away team's assignment event that popped on Saturday did actually accept the spending of trade XP. We were not expecting that either. So there is a very synergistic quality. Uh, well, we've already missed it for week one, but week two, week two will also have synergy on Saturday because your ticketed event will uh, your ticketed event will overlap on Saturday with the away team's assignment event. Now the away team's assignment for this coming Saturday is a 48-hour event, but you're going to have your ticketed event on Saturday, which is a 24-hour event. So I would encourage a lot of people to knock that out on Saturday if you're going to do it with trade XP because it'll satisfy two events with one. That is, you're right, Scaly Back. That's what we like to do. We like to try to find synergistic qualities uh another synergistic quality is going to be on wednesday with the cerritos event this coming wednesday folks uh you're going to get no holds barred and we don't know from the in-game news what that's going to be i was able to confirm for you and share i think i shared with it uh, on twitch audience the other night i'll tell you guys now no holds barred will be an event that involves you killing hostiles while supported it is not pvp it is going to be a hostile hunt with some kind of a buff uh probably exos and or cerritos now that is also somewhat elegant i like there's a synergistic quality there because on wednesday tier five cerritos owners are going to be spending all of their juice to hunt hostiles well wednesday no holds barred should be very very easy for you 
because that, that event will be a hostile hunt with support. All right. So, um, are you guys telling me the baseball was never in a case? I might be thinking of something wrong. Sorry. Am I thinking of the coffee mug from the year of hell? I might've gotten the two crossed over. I haven't gotten to that episode yet. Um, I was actually, I'm actually in the process of rewatching Voyager right now. I'm not sure why I should have rewatched deep space nine, but I was like, eh, I'm going to go back to watching Voyager. So I've been binge watching that. I'm up to season three, episode eight or something. So, um, Maybe so it was black. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's been really good. As a matter of fact, I just watched the two-part episode about the uh, the time ship and Henry Starling and like Los Angeles and 29th century and 24th century and <laughs> I, mean, I I actually really enjoyed that two-parter. It was good. So yeah, I'm rewatching Voyager. Um, but nonetheless. <clears throat> The uh, so the event calendar that was why I hadn't put it out because and, and for example we're still we're still missing uh, syndicate advancement or what they're calling syndicate acquisition. Thank you, Scooby. I didn't think I was crazy, but it has been a long time since I watched it. Uh, yeah, apparently the baseball was in a case in a room on Deep Space Nine while the station was under heavy attack. Thank you, thank you. I knew I wasn't crazy. I thought I remembered that because it was a little bit moving. Like they, that was that was a cinematic element of that episode that they really, really focused on. Um, anyway, the um, syndicate acquisition. We don't even, we still don't know where that goes, Bubba Joe. It's just hanging out there. It says December. There's no dates. We still don't know when that's going to be. So anyway, event guide calendar will be out tomorrow morning. But as the listening audience, you got a couple of things to look out for this week. Uh, mainly Saturday uh, synergy with away teams trade XP and Wednesday synergy with the tier five Cerritos events. Other than that trader, there's not a ton of synergy available this month and the calendar is pretty full guys. I have not yet finished. I told uh, people asked, what is your prediction for event store loot? Well, I don't have a prediction yet. Trader, I told people that it was going to be a couple of more days before I was ready to issue a prediction because I've got to get a week's worth of events out. Uh, and I did tell people that I would have a prediction by Monday. I can have a prediction by Monday, Trader, but I think it would be a much more solid prediction after Tuesday because I want to see how assaults are going to play, uh, <laughs> how they're going to pay. All right. But and that's how they're the going to play. <laughs> well, yeah, both. Uh, that's the only event that I really don't have any idea how it's going to how it's going to look yet. So, um and the the Kira and the Bashir metas. I want to see that. But Monday we'll start the Kira meta. So, by looking at that one I should be able to suppose what the Bashir meta is going to look like. So, I should be able to give a pretty accurate prediction by Monday, Bubba Joe, but that will obviously depend on what Tuesday holds as well. I do feel pretty confident though, Bubba, by Tuesday I should be able to issue a pretty close, pretty close event store loop because at that point we will have seen almost every event, which is sure. one thing I find very praiseworthy about this calendar. Almost, I, I like this. It's very, it's very concise trader. It's very blocky. Like, you know, every Thursday we're getting Cardassian Armadas. Every Friday we're getting an Alliance Starbase uh, bit event every tuesday we're getting this Wednesday, we're getting this i actually kind of like that style that we've had that now two months in a row is anybody dissatisfied with that kind of block scheduling because i actually kind of like it i kind of dig it yeah no 
Metamai nice, says no. It's nice to have an idea of what. Yeah. There's yeah. There, there's a little, I mean, the calendar is nice and full. It is. It's very full. Um, but there's still some normalcy to it. If you can have normalcy inside of three months, but I mean, like every Wednesday is this and every Thursday is this and every Friday is this and every Saturday is this. Um, yeah. Batman says it's kind of relaxing to kind of, even if it's short term to kind of have a pattern. Maximum Hunter dude says structure is good. Just, it just kind of gives, I don't know. It's a little less chaotic. Maybe I guess, I don't know. I like it. The calendar though is looking nice and nice and full. Uh, it is very, very full. And, uh, the event store loot is looking good. I'll tell you this. <clears throat> the, I, I was going back through all my previous event store months trader. The record I believe was, Oh gosh, I can't remember. See, I don't have my notes in front of me. I'm in tag on car. I think it was the last event store actually where the record had been beaten and a new record had been set at like right at 500. It was like 501,000. Mm. I, I honestly don't remember. 501,000. By the way, that was free to play. Okay. We didn't count. Like I think it was 501,000 ish. I'll have to go back and look. We'll, we'll do that when I've got access to the computer. Um, it looks as though, Bubba, we could see more than that. I mean, really, if you wanted me to give you any indication as to what I'm, what I'm feeling, I do believe free-to-play is going to come in north of 500. That is a guess right now. A very guess because there's still events that I have not seen. Heavy Hitter surprised me. Heavy Hitter didn't pay loot at all. So, wow. <laughs> you know, that was an event that I kind of had to take back out of my matrix because it didn't end up paying loot at all. I would, I would guess we're closer to four. I, I guess five is possible. Typically, in an event store month, half the loot comes in the first week. Typically. And so well, I've seen a lot of people saying they're around 200K now. I, I so, can promise you, I can promise you it's not four. I've already accounted for like 450 or 440,000 already. Um, and there's still a few events that I have not seen. They could, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's still too early to tell. The poll results are not in. All right. So um, now retrieving says I'm at 200,000, but I won heavy hitter. Guess what? Heavy hitter didn't pay loot. <laughs> heavy hitter didn't pay any loot whatsoever. So, yes, um, but Bubba, I do follow wait, your logic. Hang on. Heavy what? hitter? Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Wait. It did. Wait. What was the, there was one event. It wasn't heavy hitter then. What was the event that, are you sure it wasn't heavy hitter? Yeah. No, no, no. It was. Uh, what was the event that paid a bunch of materials? We just had it. Crap. Was it? I need to go back and look. See, this is what happens when I do a, word, a show in the car. I can't remember. Anyway, yes, I am expecting. I'm expecting that it's going to fall. Uh, that it's going to fall around five hundred thousand. See, now that's driving me nuts. What was it? It wasn't. I know. Obviously, I can see it wasn't heavy hitter. <clears throat> I don't know. What it said, was. I can't remember now either. You know what? It. Co- oh, was that it? Loser and Tribble says heavy hitter paid materials for about 15 minutes. Well, that would make sense because what, you know, I was on at event reset and I was writing everything in my spreadsheet. You know what? I'm going to have to go back and look. I'll have to go back and look uh, because that would tell me when I look at my file, yeah. I bet it was heavy hitter and I just wrote mats. I so, mean, but, they lost, but it, they, it was also a leaderboard, right? Did heavy hitter have a solo milestone? It did not. No, it was just a leaderboard. So um, we can't count it anyway. Doesn't matter. They did. They did launch an event with uh, Dabo tokens today. Oh, how nice. Yeah. What was it? Yeah. 
But lasted huh? for what five minutes? Uh, it was yeah, it was up for five or ten minutes or something. But what what, what was it? Uh, Trader, do you remember building it, building and upgrading an amalgam? That's what it was. Oh yes. yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Sorry, I just decided to eat another chicken finger. These things are amazing. <laughs> that you found randomly in your car? No, I ordered it from Burger King. Oh, okay, okay. I'm like you. The when you said it, you sounded like. You're like, you hey, surprised I found it. Like, oh, I found hey, some chicken wings. I'm going to eat them. Bigger. <laughs> well, I forgot. I did forget that I ordered them, actually, because I ordered a chicken sandwich. And then uh, Landon was like, ooh, can I get some chicken fingers? Then I ordered them. And then we got in the car, and he was like, yeah, never mind. I don't want them. I was like, you, you ordered them. You eat them. You don't All waste right. food like that. Yeah, I should have made them. We don't waste food. <clears throat> I don't know. I'd probably rather have the chicken fingers. <laughs> yeah. But he didn't order it with any sauce. Who orders chicken fingers with no oh sauce? God. He always gets oh, sauce. So. Even if you don't use it, you get sauce. Yeah, you get the sauce. I mean, come on. Yeah. Then you have ammunition <laughs> to throw at other drivers when you're angry. Uh, true. All right. Let me, let me look. Don't show What me. else were on our show notes? I remember. Let's I'm good. <laughs> I have a quick um, thought or question. Uh, with Jadzia's ability, right. do you think it'll now be possible with her and Synergy to Kira and Six to break a nice solo armada for yourself? I don't know. Maybe. Kira and Six don't break solo armadas now. Well, Jadzia that's because... No, but if you if you add uh, Jadzia's 700% with Synergy, plus Jadzia whatever Synergy... Pierce, Jadzia does mitigation, not piercing. No, she's a piercer. No. Or either that or she affects the enemy's piercing. Fight! Fight! Or fight. Not enemy's piercing, but because she's not like Cisco. She doesn't give you defensive mitigation. Let me go look at her. She affects read your it, ability. Read her. You're right. Somebody read her. You're right. she, has, she has piercing. You're right. Shield piercing, armor piercing, accuracy by yes. Um, so I with her and synergy, which means and add six, can I don't think change so. and break? I don't think so. Add either. six? So you well, you'll have six on another ship. Oh, man. Because you'll be doing it with a solo armada, right? So you won't have multiple Kiras, but you'll have Jadzia, Kira, Synergy there. I don't know what the well, Synergy is for Jadzia. Think. So I think, I think the bigger problem is with multiple Kiras, right? I think that's the, the bigger issue is yeah. when you have multiple Kiras. Um, so, and because it's not, Kira her, it's not Kira herself that's breaking it. It's taking the piercing, it's taking the mitigation so low, and then it's actually the shot by 6 of 11 that I, I think is mathematically breaking it. But that's a good question. I don't know. I think, I think not having multiple Kiras would probably prevent that from happening. But with Chazzy is based on stat, would that not mean, like, let's assume that Chazzy so and Kira reason- give 1,000%. The reason Infiltrator Kira, just to be specific, uh, breaks other armadas is with multiples, you can turn their mitigation into a zero or negative number or something like that, because there's no floor, right? Jadzia and Six only affect the ship they're on. They're not affecting the target. And so with only one Infiltrator Kira... I don't think it can go to zero or negative. I don't think there's enough rounds. I think if you have enough rounds where that could happen you're going to die against the solo armadas. Uh, maybe if I I'm punching... I think Baba's right. 
Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't yeah, think no, you can that get there sense. with one Kira. I think I, that's probably correct because there's not enough. That's what I was saying a minute ago. There's not enough Kiras for that effect to be cumulative. So I think that's probably accurate. But it would be an interesting test. Um, but, yeah, I think I think that's the bigger problem is when you have multiple Kiras, then it's getting just super, stupid big. But uh, even when an Armada breaks, it's not Kira's ship that is technically breaking it. Kira is affecting the Armada, and then, you know, it's the shot from 6 of 11 that's actually doing it. So, but yeah, to answer your question, I, I don't think that can happen. Now, I do see uh, in our show notes, we could talk about the event store. Bubba, you wanted to talk about the event store on the last show. We ran out of time. Do you uh, and don't, on right? That's what you're saying? My... My ship just died. Wardot, I think, just killed me again. Uh, yeah, event store do's and don'ts. We could talk about that if you guys wanted to. I've got about 30 minutes left in the car. So, so uh, don'ts? Don't spend your loot yet. That's the don'ts. Absolutely. I don't know. There is an argument to said if you're going for the Mantis, you might as well start your stuff now. If so you know you're getting if that Mantis. Your objective, if your objective is solely the Mantis... And nothing else matters other than unlocking the Mantis, then yes, go get the Mantis. If you are thinking that I can do the Mantis plus one incursions to get the Mantis at the end of the next incursions, then maybe you wait and see what happens. And maybe you're a leftover event store loot. You can do what you want. But um, that would be the only exception to that. Because you're right. The Mantis does start a timer of uh, the refinery and all the other benefits the Mantis brings. So that would be the one exception to that. Um, so I have, I have problems with the event store. I don't know if you want to get into that, DJ. I, I have, uh, Scopely did not honor their own rules for the event store and it's really pissing me off. All right. So let's talk about that. Uh, first of all, I do kind of agree with both of you. Karkin, I, I said this even on a previous show, I might've been on a stream that if you know, without a shadow of a doubt that there was something that you were going to get. If it is the to finish off an unlock of Garrick, if it's to finish off an unlock of Wayun, or finish off a tear up of one of these other officers, like if you're within a couple of shards, if you're the, if there is something that you are going to do, like no matter what, then sure, there's no reason not to. Uh, as a matter of fact, I told you guys there was absolutely no way that I was not purchasing the Elite Cultivated Mycelium Pack. I got no problem going ahead and picking one up. If yeah, there's no event were, for that either. So. If you were dead set on picking up a Mantis out of this event store, then by all means, I agree with Karkin, go ahead and do it. If you are a player that wants to math out how, how many officer shards you can get or how much trade XP you can get after you finish unlocking this projectile or how many tiers that you can get out of an officer after you finish unlocking you know, this Mantis and finish unlocking Ducat. All right. If, if that is the approach that you're wanting to take on this, then I think Bubba's right. And you hold because not only do we need a reasonable count of event store loot, which I hope to be able to provide you by Monday or Tuesday, but we also want to see if there's going to be any changes, anything else that might wet your whistle, so to speak, also, uh, that is added, that is added to the store. Go ahead, Bubba. I'll also, if you're focusing on officers, you want to fully pull all the holodeck pulls, all the holo, holo card full pulls before you start purchasing the officers because it doesn't make sense to maximize an officer 
and then go, oh, well, then I just got 10 more shards from this thing. That's 10 more shards of event star loot I could have used somewhere else. Absolutely. And, and not only that, um, it might be wise to, as Bubba says, wait till after this coming Tuesday, but also wait until I believe it's Thursday when the next run of the recruiting event begins because you are getting bonus points for the Deep Space Nine officers. All right. So there's a couple of reasons that you still want to be waiting, but not necessarily a reason to wait all the way to the very, very end. All right. Uh, is that there could be some reasons to pull some of these officers or reasons to use some of these recruits to maximize your use of the event store loot, but also to help satisfy an event as well. So uh, there, there are those reasons. But regarding the event store, we also expect that a, that a change or two could come. Now, I'll tell you, they, they have been receptive to some of the items from the list that we presented, Bubba Joe. Not so much to others. I, I came out on Twitch uh, the other night and pretty much told people that Defiant Blueprints will not be coming and Battleship Strike Team will not be coming. Those are two that I am almost, abso almost absolutely positive will not be arriving in this event store. Um, so and so let's, let's talk about both of those, right? Sure. Um, uh, so in the past, when an event store, an, event, an ARC ship released, if it showed up in the event store, which was not always, it was always a, it was a partial unlock. So, so I wish there would have been some, like you could have gotten 25 shards or something like that for the Defiant in the event store. But this oh, yeah. isn't, this is not unprecedented, right? This is it's not, not, it's not. And, and, and as far as the battle strike team, it's relatively new we've had any non-ARC officers in a store, and only as a limited purchase as some sort of package deal. Now, we didn't get that this time. We had a couple of stores, had a, here are some officers from a previous ARC that you can get as a bundle, as a discount because it's from a previous ARC, but you can only get it once or twice. And so that would be the only way Battleship Strike Team would be in this store based on their previous precedent. I get it. Battleship Strike Team is the tr the third leg of this triangle. Everyone wants them both, this, all of them at the source kind of at the same time. And, oh, I'm a couple of short swords here or there. And really dependent on getting them in an event store. And this has always been the case. Officers that come out the same month as an event store never appear in any event store, except in this sort of limited bundle thing that is relatively recent for event stores. So I get it. Battleship Strike Team is probably the number one thing people have asked for. Um, and I I would love for them to break with that precedent and group things together that make sense to be grouped together. But I, I that's that's probably the most frustrating one for the players. But at least it is <laughs> standard with what they typically do for event stores. I don't disagree. Um, but... They have stepped away from that pattern in the past and even have done so this month by offering Odo in the event store. So I, I was kind of hoping to try to keep that set together, but that is not going to happen. Battleship Strike Team will not likely appear. Um, and Defiant Blueprints, as you explained, Bubba Joe, also not going to appear. Um, that said, there were other items on the list that they were somewhat more interested in discussing, but I don't know what that list is going to be. So... So my my two that they've 
that they that this has always been the case, and they've stopped. They've not done it. The two that bug me the most are Infiltrator Kara, who has no business not being in the event store. She's a normal officer. She came out in the arc. She should be in the event store. Does she have officer sourcing elsewhere? Yes. So do all of these other officers. This one should be in the event store. Like that, there is no logical reason to exclude it. And this is the same case I made when the miners came out in TOS. And eventually, it took like 18 days for them to get added to the event store. It was right at the end that they finally got added. Um, so that one just bugs me. Like, how can you screw this up? Like, I get the only thing that would make sense is if they're waiting for the uh, espionage event to stop so that people have redeemed all their tokens and then gotten as many shards so they know what they need. If they did that, then I could say they were at least a little forward thinking about it, but then come out and say that. She will be in the event store after Espionage finishes, right? There's no reason not to have her in the event store. That is a vast breaking with precedent. And before anyone says I'm self-serving, I have now, after the Espionage event, have both her and Miles now both maxed. So this doesn't help me at all. Her putting her in the event store doesn't change my outlook on the event store being good or bad, and in the slightest, but she should be there. Well, to be perfectly honest, uh, that was brought up. And I think, Bubba, your point about espionage is very, very valid. Um, I, I actually do expect to see her there. But uh, while espionage is up, I think that is, is, is probably right. Uh, but I don't know. They haven't confirmed that to me. But that, you know, espionage uh, being there is certainly a very valid reason for it not to be showing just yet because, you know, who wants to spend event store loot on transporter patterns? So, sure. Um, sure. you know, we'll, we'll see what happens after this week uh, because the espionage event store, I think, is ending. By the way, here's your warning. You've got, I think, about 24 hours left on that thing, a little over 24 hours, just throwing that out there. So uh, if you haven't spent your espionage chips uh, or your briefs, you've got to do that. Like now, don't wait. No more thinking. Go do it. Do it now. Uh, if you're in the chat, yeah. go do it now. Go do it right now. Don't forget. So uh, there's that. Also, uh, uh, regarding uh, regarding the timer on the event store, that has already been acknowledged, and the timer will be extended. Currently, it's just not been a super big priority uh, while there were some other things going on, but the, currently the timer for the event store was actually only set at 20 days, making it expire right at the end of the event store. And... Uh, or the arc, and that is not typical. That timer has already been acknowledged and will be extended. Uh, by how much, I don't know, but it will be. So uh, it will extend beyond the end of the arc by at least a, a couple of days, is my guess. Um, so that's uh, that's what I've got there. Regarding so, the other items in the... Okay, so, go ahead. So, so the one... The, the, I had said that there were two things. So the one is infiltrator care, right? The second thing that... Sh- is a break from what Scopely has always done in the past. Always. Every single time. Is not having Defiant parts in the store. Every time they've released a ship in an arc, the parts for that ship appeared in the event store. Every single time. And players plan their progression based on, do I need to buy this pack to get the officer shards, or can I wait for the event store? Do I need to buy this pack to get an upgrade for the ship? Or do I need to place in this event? Or do I need to start this refinery loop? Or whatever, based on the precedent that officers, the officers from the Ark, 
and the parts for a ship that comes out that arc will be in the event store. So not having those ship parts in the event store is a break from what they have always done, and it's really pissing me off. Well, to be perfectly blunt, it's not a break from the early event store. As a matter of fact, I remember the same thing in the Cerritos event store. You said the same thing. There's no parts here, and they did actually add those. Uh, I remember going back, and you were like, okay, well, this actually salvages this event store for me uh, because you, at that time, said the same thing kind of you're saying now. There's really nothing for me in this event store, and the Cerritos parts were eventually added, but they were not there on day one. Um, that was uh, near the top of the list, and, and uh, that was one of the things that we discussed uh, more positively about their odds of being able to show up. So I would expect, hopefully, to see some defined parts in there. I'm not promising anything, of course, but that was one thing that we discussed that, that did seem to have some positive reception. And, uh, and there is even precedent on that. Cerritos parts were added, but they were not there on day one. So we could potentially see that, Bubba. Um, just don't know yet. All right. I understand. Um, but uh, there are Mantis parts in there, although the conversion looks pretty expensive. But, you know, then again, Mantis parts are somewhat expensive. And really, truthfully, that would be a don't for me. Mantis parts, that's a don't in my book. It's a don't for a lot of reasons, I think. Yeah. Let's go back to the Mantis as a whole. And we probably need to revisit some early mantis content bubba joe now that the mantis is widely available free to play probably need to revisit some of that stuff guys a high tier mantis is not desirable early on all right if anything in the event store i would much more prefer to see the mantis research particles than i would to see the mantis parts all right because the research is vastly more valuable when it comes to the mantis than the tier of the ship. All right. Now, I do and think that... source. Do what? And slower to source. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do believe that it is probably advantageous to go ahead and get that Mantis to maybe like tier three at the minimum, maybe tier three, tier four. Okay. But I don't think that there's a need to really rush it beyond that point. And, uh, you know, there will obviously be a point where it can become advantageous to tier it beyond tier tier three or tier four but for a lot of players who were waiting on this a lot of players who are free to play you're not going to be using you know g4 plus ships to collect your venom if if you've been waiting on the mantis to unlock that free to play then you're going to probably be using the mantis so uh there are going to be advantages to tearing that up later but the research is vastly important you've got to practically max that research for your ops level before you decide to take that ship beyond maybe tier three or tier four. So I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not enthusiastic about recommending Mantis parts to people. I mean, if you want a quick jab in the arm to get it to like tier three ish fine, but I certainly wouldn't go much more than that. All right. Maybe tier four, maybe tier four. Uh, there was some early math and some, and some break even analysis on that when the Mantis first came out and we probably need to go back and, and revisit some of that content, share some of that older content with people, put those videos back out. But um, yeah, tier three, mm -hmm. tier four, at, at early, until you get caught up on the research. The research matters for sure. All right, absolutely matters. You got to get that research built up a little bit before you try to punch up on the Mantis because so, some of that damage and, and whole cargo and all that stuff, that, that's going to matter. So uh, it, since we're talking about this, um, after, 
after Battleship Strike Team and um, Defiant Defiant Parts. After that, the next most popular thing that was requested, that was sent to me as a request, were the various things in the espionage event stores, right? The 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 particle, the the projectile, uh, the various skins and abilities. And so what I'd like to do is I'd like to read what you have put in the answers, okay? So, so, you know, the question is, I don't have enough chips to completely unlock the projectile or the skin or whatever. Am I screwed? And the answer is no. Um, so what it says here, and I just, you know, you can tell me if there's a change here, but I believe this is still accurate, um, is that they are unlikely to be added to the event, de- December event store, but there will be future opportunities for these specific items to be unlocked in the future. Don't not spend your isolinear chips. Get as far along with those as you can, but those things should show up again in a future release. Is that still, is that still the position that's correct, DJ? That, that is still the latest information that I'm operating from. Um, the, the, the basis for that statement is that the espionage event store is going to return. Um, the espionage event itself is likely to return, but in a completely reimagined format. Um, there's obviously improvements that can be made, but the event, uh, like you know, the the whole spanning of arcs and the the investment, the investigation, et cetera, et cetera, that stuff was not poorly designed and and again with some tweaking here and there and some better communication it could have been a really really good event um scopely you know but it was my hypothesis trader that scopely was really pushing a social element with this event and i think you know for people who like to be social uh, that was really uh, that was a success so uh however i can tell you with absolute certainty that this uh event store and this style of of earning items is going to return I don't know when. I actually don't expect it soon, to be perfectly honest with you. It's going to be at least a few months before we would even get something like this again. So, yes, spend your chips, spend your briefs, spend everything related to espionage. It's going to go away for a while. Now, somebody asked me this question, which I think is a good question that deserves conversation. Somebody said, well, I don't have enough chips to completely unlock something. So should I get partial progression on a salvager skin? Or should I just buy materials? That's a really tough question. It's a really tough question. If you've got enough chips to completely unlock something, then by all means, if you want that something, then go ahead and do it. Bubba, I have a little bit of a problem doing partial progression on a a skin. I think it depends. Don't know. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say we don't know when it's going to return. And if I'm looking at a today benefit, if I'm looking at a today benefit, I don't think I like the idea of a, of a... Listen, if you've got 75 out of 80, that's as good as nothing today. Okay. You know so, what I'm saying? So I think it depends on what you're unlocking, right? Are we talking about the Fisha skin? Well, the Fisha skin has use all the way up through Ops 50, right? So wherever you are in your progression, whenever you get it unlocked, it's going to provide you some benefit. Are we talking about the Cardassian Disruptor? Well, as soon as you get it unlocked, it's going to give you a benefit, regardless of your ops level, regardless of the ships you're doing. So I think it depends on what you were trying to unlock. If it is specific to those G3 Epic ships, and let's say your ops 34 
and you're not super fast in advancing, maybe. But I think if you're anything else, and that's the thing you were going for, it may not come back until those ships don't matter as much to you anymore. So I think that that's the one that I would say you might think about not doing a partial unlock and instead spend it on materials or on something else. But if we're talking about the projection or a, a refit that has extended uh, capability through multiple ops levels, I think that's the one that I would say, yes, you can go ahead and do a partial unlock. Yes, you don't have any benefit now, but as soon as it comes back, you're much closer to unlocking it and you'll gain the benefit then. Does that make sense? It, it does. And, but here's my thing. And, and some people are trying to use my, my own words against me. Here's the thing. How dare if they? you, if you have <laughs> the choice, if you have the choice, like if you're still holding all your chips, okay, then I don't know that I would be personally willing to accept partial progression today. Because even in that same post, Bob, I'm telling you, I don't know when it's coming back. It's going to be at least a few months, at least a few months. And Scopely doesn't have the strongest track record on revisiting content. Now, what? What, what that post, Bob, was meant to do was to tell people who, who had no choice who maybe missed turning in some rods or maybe missed spending some of the chips or, or already bought one thing and, and invested or evenly invested, and now they've got two sets of partial. If you don't have a choice, then you don't have a choice, right? Like if you're holding 50 shards of three different salvager skins, well, you don't have a choice, right? You're holding 50, and you're not going to unlock it. There is going to come future sourcing, so they say. But I can't tell you that I would willingly put myself there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, if I'm holding a bunch of chips right now and it's not enough to open a salvager skin, why wouldn't I take something that provides me some more immediate benefit? You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I get what you guys are saying. And, and you're right. I did say that you could continue to chase that partial progression. I'm not telling you that you should or should not. My personal opinion is, I'm not going to intentionally put myself into a position where I can earn nothing now. You see what I'm saying? If, if I'm already holding 50 shards of something, so be it. Nothing I can do about that. But if I'm holding zero shards and I'm holding enough chips to get 50 shards or I'm holding enough chips to get 2,000 materials, I kind of feel like I would probably take the materials now. It's going to benefit me now, especially since we don't know when espionage will return. All they have told me is it will and it won't be in the next few months. So again, I think if it is something that is going to have value whenever you unlock it, getting a partial release now, yes, the materials could be useful. I'm not denying that, okay? And I don't know what you could get for half of an unlock of a projectile or half of an unlock of some skin that is going to still have use, not the G3 ones, because I think those ones have limited lifetimes. Um, it, I agree. It's going to be months. It's not going to happen right away. Materials come and materials go. You get materials, you know, coming out of your, you know, yes, you need more materials. You're finding, you're going to find out now that you need a crap ton of materials to get to 50, just like I need a crap ton of materials to get to 60. There are times when you are short of materials to make your advancement, to do your ship upgrade or whatever, but materials come in lots of forms in lots of things. Skins and projectiles outside of the purchase store over a limited time frame, they don't come back all the time. 
And so I think getting some now so that in the, when it does run again, maybe when it runs again, you're only going to get enough of this loot to get half of an unlock, right? It may not even be enough to get a full unlock of that thing. So again, if it has life through the end of your cycle, uh, through the, you know, it, again, like the Fisha skin is going to have usefulness until you are 50, right? The projectile is always going to have usefulness because it's always going to be able to apply to your best ship. So I think it depends on what it is that you are trying to unlock. I guess maybe we disagree a little bit here. I get that materials could be usable now, and so you want to get that, but you get materials in lots of different ways. Mm -hmm. You don't have as many ways to get these things, <laughs> and the next time they come around, it may not be a full unlock that's available. I would, if it's something that has a long life, then I would probably get the partial unlock now, hoping that whenever it comes back, hopefully in a couple of months, or six months or whatever, that it's still, you're going to be able to get enough during that limited time thing to be able to get it. Just think about, think about the, um, uh, the Vidar skin, right? We do have regular sourcing of every few months when the Borg event happens, but you can't get as many shards of it as you could when it was introduced, when you could get a full unlock from a leaderboard. And you can only get 15, 15 shards, right? I think from the event store now. So I think that the next thing that comes up may not be enough to get a full unlock of anything. So whatever progress you make now will be beneficial to you when that next thing, that next sourcing comes up. So well, that's my well, I opinion. Think, yeah, no, and it's a very good opinion. I mean, it's, as a matter of fact, it's an opinion that I've had many, many times in the past. I mean, I've, I've always said, even with regards to an event store, what should you look at? You should look at the items that are the most difficult to source. Right. Like that's what you should be chasing. You should be looking at trade XP. It's incredibly slow. Right. You should be looking at um, officer shards because it's direct choice sourcing. Whatever is the most difficult to obtain is what you should be trying to to take advantage of when you have a direct choice acquisition. I guess my pause in this comes in. We don't know. Like, there's not even any sourcing on it. They were paid-only items, you know? And and you're right. Partial progression, even, even if partial progression comes six months from now, then you are going to be farther along. I, I just don't know if it's worth, you know, for a salvager skin. Now, maybe the projectile is different. You're right. That projectile will serve you for the rest of your, of your gaming career. But a G3 Epic salvager skin... Like, that's not going to serve anybody very long. No, that's the know? one I don't like. That's the one I think if you, wherever you are now, unless you are like right at 34 now and you think in six months you might be 36, right? If that's your progression, that's the only scenario where I think the skin for that, the, the, the fit for the G3 epics makes sense. I think... The other things that were offered, I think those make sense to make progress on. So, again, you got to look at what it is you're trying to get and think, if I get a partial now, if I don't get anything else for this until six months later, is that still going to be something I value, right? And that's the question I think you have to ask. And you always have to ask, whether it be a regular event store, an espionage event store, a once every three months event store, you got to be looking at what it is that I'm getting now. And can I make partial progress and have it be worthwhile, right? And so that's the question you have to ask yourself. Does this make sense? Yeah, no, I, I get it. I just got it because it looks good. 
Well, and it's, yeah, and so I get it. Bubba, I think your your point is extremely well-received, and I think the community will benefit from this conversation. What it comes down to is risk factor, personal choice. How badly do you want it, and can it be usable to you, or you just do you just want it because of the of the Jed Zia factor? You know, I just want it because it looks great. You know what I'm saying? I, th- I think that's a that's a thing. So as far as the answer to that question, what should you buy? <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> you know, I, I think it just comes down to whatever you want. Um, I know some people have talked about the conversion rate for materials. It's bad. It's not great. Um, it's not, I think, as bad as some people are making it out to be. I saw a screenshot. 72 for 500 chips. Now, can somebody tell me real quick, for the gold Cardassian projectile, how many total chips did it cost? How many total chips did it cost <clears throat> to unlock the gold Cardassian projectile? Bob says 75 shards. That's fine. But how many, how many chips did one shard cost? There he goes. Uh, was it 500 chips per shard? No, it wasn't. I think it's the 300, I think, is correct. Yeah, so 22,000. 22.5 thousand. So do the math on this, please. 22.5 thousand divided by 500. Okay, somebody do that for me because I'm in the car. I can't do it. Captain Bob says it was 24,000. I think the Cardassian projectile was actually 24. Let's go with that. It's going to be cleaner math. 24 divided by 24,000 divided by 500 is 48 pulls. Is that right? Am I doing that right, Bubba Joe? 24,000? 48 pulls. Now do 48 times 72. 3,456. That's how many materials you would have gotten. Now, spanned over two months, maybe not a whole lot, but honestly, that's not the most offensive conversion ever. It doesn't look good. But you got to remember, every single espionage event that ran, you got like between three and four thousand chips, or maybe it was between two and three thousand chips. It's not I, the conversion; the the bundle doesn't look good, right? It only shows seventy two currency, but that's for five hundred chips. So the same amount of of currency that a salvager skin would cost. Let's look at this from a monetary perspective. How much were the salvager skins when you could buy them? What were they? They were twenty bucks, right? So is, no 20, is $20 worth 3,500 materials of your choice? Bulk spend, injection right now. Okay. That's kind of what it equates to. All right. Now, the projectile was worth $100. Well, that's why I agree that the projectile is probably very, very worth it. And it doesn't have an expiration date. The projectile will serve you now all the way up to your G5 Epic. All the way, trader to your G6 rare, right? (laughs) (laughs) All the way to Ops 99 that's coming this month. All the way, all the way to Ops 99, the projectile will serve you. All right? So, yeah, if that's what you're chasing, by all means. The salvager skin, on the other hand, again, depends on you as a player. All right? But 72 materials for 500 chips. That means for the cost of one salvager skin, you'd have roughly 3,500 uncommon materials of your choice. In G4. 500 chips is getting people. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not getting 500 or 72 materials for, I get 13 for 500. Well, oh, wow. Well, that's crappy. <laughs> so what's so your ops level? It's ops What's your ops level? 39. Well, yeah. Oh, you're at ops 39. So you're getting G3 materials. Actually, that's yeah. right on par. That's actually right on par. It's five times less. 
All right. So, yeah, that, that makes that's, sense. If, that's not worth if it. It's, well, maybe not. But you're also at the ops range where a G3 salvager skin could be very, very worth it. Because you'll use that Enterprise for a while. You know, you're going to use that for a while. But in G4 materials, uh, and I said this a couple months ago, Trader, the G4 exchange could for sure be better, but it's actually not horrific. At my level, it's even more. I think I was getting 76 or 77 materials. All right. And as Classico's like loot, it's, it's, you know, I spent my leftover stuff on it. It's just free mats. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. I already, and that was all I got. Trader was the same way. That's all we got was material yeah. exchange because we, we weren't going to buy the G3 skin and we already had the projectile. So all I could get out of it was materials. Well, can anybody tell me how many chips were earned? total throughout the entire run months two and three not month one because i did use it to buy the 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 discovery skin but in months two and three what was the total amount of stuff sourced it obviously was north of twenty five thousand chips because people i mean it was guaranteed guaranteed that if you went all into one that you could unlock it between months two and month three mathematically it was guaranteed so that means the most expensive item was the salvager skin it had to have been at least 25,000. Retrieving says 38,000. Medic says 40,000. I love it. Can, can somebody take 38,000, Bubba? All right, I'm going to do this as an Ops 49. It obviously could vary throughout the 40s. But Bubba, since I'm in the car, can you take 38,000, divide that by 500, and then, multiply, and then multiply that by, by 75? 5,700. That's how much crystal I got from espionage. 5,700 crystal is what I pulled from espionage in, in two months. Months two and three. 5,700. You can bet, Bubba Joe, I found a good use. As long as the estimate of the 38,000 is accurate. Uh, a couple of people actually saying that. So that must be pretty good. A lot, I know people track things. We're nerds. So, yeah, because look here. Uh, retrieving said, well, it was enough for 25,000 plus uh, 13.3 left over. So there you go. I guess 25 carried some significance for an unlock. But there you go. So if 38,000 was the number, then for me, it was 5,700 uncommon crystal, G4. And I've got a lot of docs and a pylum that said, thank you very much. <laughs> you know? So there's that. Um, I, I, you know, I don't like to keep coming back and, and harping on espionage, but, you know, I wasn't dissatisfied with that, certainly. But uh, the question was about the event store piece, and, and I think that was a really good discussion that we had, and whatever your choice is, I guess, is what you should do. I just don't, you know, like I said, while I can tell you that it'll come back, I can't tell you when, and I certainly can't tell you if it's going to be enough to source the entire daggone thing like you were able to do during the espionage run. Well, I mean, really... That was my point when you, is relating it to the Vidar skin, right? When the Vidar yeah. skin first released, you had the ability to unlock it through those leaderboards. After that, in the mini Borg events, which again was like, was maybe even a year later? It was at least six months. It may have been a year later. When they oh, did yeah. that, you could only get 15 at a time. So it would have taken you four of those runs to unlock it in the first place, right? So well, it, and that was 15 if you spent money. Correct. That was fifteen. If you spent money to do, I agree. I could yeah, completely agree. So my point is, as is your point, 
is just because you had the ability to get a, a full unlock this time does not mean you would have the ability to get a full unlock in the future if and when this comes back. Although the anticipation is that it's going to come back in some form. Correct. Correct. There you go. So, um, you know, I guess we can kind of summarize the event store do's and don'ts right now with something kind of simple. Do be patient. Do start planning your spends, but I don't know that I would go on that just yet, especially if you're looking for something exciting to be added. All right. If there is something in the event store right now that no matter what you're going to buy anyway, go ahead. Might as well. All right. Especially if it's something that's going to contribute to time, like the Mantis. But um, I cannot tell you, you know, what's going to be added or when it's going to be added. I, I just don't know. They haven't shared that with me yet. Oblivia says, do we have confirmation that things will be added? I, uh, yes, might as well. Yes. Okay. They, 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 have, they have come to me and said, what do you want added? All right, which means that they're obviously willing to look at something. But they've also told me no on a few things. They've also told me, okay, uh, that could maybe work. We'll think about it on other things. All right, so, uh, yes, I, I think that is good enough. They literally came to me to ask about additions, so I think that's good enough to assume that they're, that they're interested and willing to add something. But... Um, you know, that's that's that. I, I can't probably be any more <clears throat> honest than that, Oblivious. I, I, so, you know, that's all I, I got. I, and I can tell you, everyone who sent me something got added to a list. Uh, and I told Starbucks at this point, I said, at this point, I think people are just putting things on a list that they that aren't in the event store, whether or not they want to buy them or not. But everything that was sent to me <laughs> is on a list that DJ has. Baba Joe sent me a list. I, I kid you not. There were probably 45 items on it. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, dude. Like, like, can you, can you narrow this down to like your top 10? <laughs> Cause I was not going, I was not going in with, with 46 items. Sorry. I wasn't doing it. Um, so yeah. Dynamite cool. It's like, let's see what comes up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so there's that. <clears throat> um, all right. Is there anything else? Is there anything else on the show notes here? Hang on a second. Um, you haven't said good morning to the EU yet. Yo, <laughs> good morning, European servers. Woo. All right. Uh, and there's that. All right. What's our time? Are we, are we like good on time? We're a little over two hours. Man, that was going to be weird to do like two shows in a row that, that are shorter than normal, but you know, I'm sitting in my driveway. So, well, you can, you, you can hear my dogs. <laughs> you completely destroyed my jeopardy time. So I was about to tell you, I got to log off, but, uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh, not- look, it's, it's 11 o'clock at night. Oh man. Bubba I Joe am aware. DJs. <laughs> Yo trader DJs. There is a podcast giveaway we have to do tonight. For the oh yeah. Expanded gift match. That's right. We've got a sticky notepad to give away. It's actually really cool. Don't don't be too disappointed by that. But here, I'll do it. I'll do it right now. Um, anybody who's present in the voice channel will be able to wait. Wait, wait, wait. We weren't doing that in the voice channel. Were we going to do it in Spam It? We were doing it in Spam It, so anybody could win, right? Yeah, and Spam It. Yeah, pretty sure we said we were going to do those in Spam It, so anybody could win at any time. Yeah. That's so, uh, so I'll probably wait. Like one more day, so the people listening to the podcast can go down into the spam room, which has been reset. 
you'll be able to register in there. Our Secret Santa Kitty promotion um, has basically been doubled. Uh, whatever we're doing on Twitch, we're also doing here for the podcast audience, but we're not going to make it required listen to win. So hop on down into the spam it room and enter down there, and we will be able to actually give away some Christmas gifts to the community through the spam it room. So uh, pop on down there. Also, I think coming this Wednesday, I also promised uh, two spam it giveaways. No, wait, was it two battle passes? I don't even remember now. I think it was two. I think it was two tier uh, five defiance. It was not. Two, two defiant unlocks will come when our throne list gets cleared out. Um, uh, they can be holiday gifts. Whatever. I, I, you know, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but I mean, I'm giving stuff away, so you can be offended by the name of it all you want, or, or you know what? If your name is drawn, you can just respectfully decline, and we'll <laughs> give it to somebody else. All right. <laughs> um, uh, Bob, I do not have an update on Hannah's husband yet coming home. Uh, I'll try to check in on that this week. But uh, like I said, I was pretty checked out uh, this weekend. So uh, I did not, I, I really haven't done much to be perfectly honest with you. It, it really kind of just hung out with the family and worked a lot. So I'll try to, uh, I'll try to follow up on all that stuff this week. You know, this, this really much is, it, it pretty much is like working a job. There's like a lot to do, not just fun, like going and doing a show. Like there's a lot to do in the back. Um, so I took the weekend off. I needed, needed mental break. Um, that said, that said coming up next, uh, next Twitch show, which is tomorrow night, we'll have another secret Santa kitty, a secret Santa kitty promotion, uh, tomorrow night live on the Twitch. And, and I'll tell you what, tomorrow night, that's when we'll do it. So everyone has a chance to listen to this podcast, uh, and get registered in the spam it room because tomorrow night I will do the podcast day one. Secret Santa Kitty promotion. And then um, on Twitch, Trader will do the day two Secret Santa Kitty giveaway as well, because we've actually got Christmas gifts to give away. So we will do that, or holiday gifts, or whatever you want to call it. Giveaways, prize winnings, okay? You can argue about the semantics, but we got stuff to give away. It's all Star Trek memorabilia uh, that we will give away. And um, also, we've got the exclamation point throne promotion that is going on right now uh if that store list gets cleared out by december 24th then we will give away two additional defiance also you can expect on youtube this week to come a celebration video that contains absolutely nothing other than a bunch of self uh, celebration and hype that uh we will use as our vehicle to give away one thousand dollars on youtube this week so uh, that's coming up. You guys be sure to subscribe to the channel. That's the only requirement is that you're subscribed to our channel. And uh, when that happens, uh, you will be on and, and you leave a comment. So when the video comes out, be subscribed to the channel, leave a comment on this celebration video, and uh, we will be doing a drawing before uh, the Christmas holiday for 10 winners to each win a $100 pack. That will be $1,000 in uh the youtube giveaway for ten thousand subs let's see trader any other promotions we got going on we got the two defiance we've got did we say we were doing two battle passes or two spam it's next wednesday i don't even remember i'll have to go back and see if i can find it somewhere i believe it was two was, battle passes i think it was two battle passes did we already do the two spam it's 
I think I did that yes. earlier in the month. And I, yeah, 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 yes, yeah. So, uh, so we'll have two battle passes coming up Wednesday that we're going to draw for. And then um, the throne promotion, secret Santa kitty promotion and so forth and so on. Wardod says 10 defiance. Yeah, that I mean that well, that could happen on the YouTube channel. I mean, if all 10 people want defiance, it's fine. We are giving away 10 $100 packs on YouTube. Uh so it could be 10 defiance. It'll be 10 $100 packs whatever people want. Um <clears throat> Did I do Oliver's five battle passes? Yes, I did. We did that the other night. We also did the 15 pounds of Skittles. <laughs> Joker says, will the YouTube giveaways be live or comments? No, there'll be comments. So we're going to post the video and uh, we're going to leave it up. We're going to leave it up for probably seven to 10 days. And we're going to allow as many people to, to comment on that video. I mean, because really, ultimately, it took 10,000 people to get us to that benchmark. I don't expect that 10,000 people would ever be watching anything live. So um, <clears throat> that'll be a comment giveaway on YouTube, Joker. Who is going to donate 50-pound crate of salt to Bubba Joe? We can work on that. Um, no, I want to give it to somebody in the community. I still have salt from last year. I haven't run out. You never, you never used Joe. the salt I gave you? That's because Bubba Joe generates plenty enough of his own salt. He doesn't need us to give him any. I, I have used the salt. I just don't like just drench my food in salt. How many pounds of salt did I buy you last year? It wasn't you that much. You should send him pepper. It wasn't that much. It was it was a <laughs> it was a jar of salt. It was not that much. It was good I legit quality actually, salt though. It was very high quality salt. Only the best for my friend Bubba Joe. <laughs> but now he needs pepper um, to go with his salt. Uh, yeah. Most of his salt is there in his comments. I did. I did send him a ton of salt last year. Like it was a big jar of salt, and I would I would have done it again this year, but instead I actually decided to buy him something. Nice, uh, a coffee mug that is uh, inscribed just, just with send an insult. Just a packet of double A's. It could be a salt and battery. I'm still waiting for my big prize, my big reward, my big. I game. I haven't forgotten. I haven't started on it, but I'll tell you. Um, but I'm, but I am going to try. I'll, I, let me go. You know what? That's a good point because we get ready to wrap up. Um, we were talking about this, uh, amongst the talking trick panel earlier and trader, uh, again, I'm in the car. Don't really have my notes in front of me. Can you, um, brief the community on our schedule over the remaining portion of December? Because it's going to be a little bit off and I wanted to give people, I, I don't care if, I don't know if people care enough to, to like jot it down, but there are going to be some changes and we're going to let people know what they are because we do believe in proper communication here, Bubba Joe. And we do believe in advanced knowledge of schedule changes. <laughs> poke, 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 uh -huh. poke, poke, poke. <laughs> All right. Um, Trader, what do you got for us on our broadcast schedule over the next couple of weeks? Uh, so Sunday, December 18th uh, will be an early show. Um, the 14th, what day is the 14th? Hold on. Wednesday. Wednesday is going to be an early show this week. Um, tomorrow and 15, the 15th for Twitch this week are going to be later in the evening. Uh, there's going to be no shows on the 25th or 26th of December. There will be an early show on Wednesday, the 28th, late Twitch stream on the 29th. Uh, and then on 
the 22nd of February, of December, excuse me, there's going to be an early Twitch stream as in afternoon Twitch stream. Which we don't get to do early ones very often. Um, but long story short, I'm taking some vacation time because if I don't use it, I lose it. So uh, the week before Christmas, I'm going to be off a couple of extra days. So I thought we would do at least one uh, early, like EU-friendly Twitch stream. Uh, how early is an early show? Usually that is like 2 to 3 o'clock Eastern time. Usually. Uh, sometimes it could be as late as 4. Uh, but yeah, an early show is usually, you know, like early afternoon, 2 to 3 p.m. So that Thursday Darty. right before. Uh, yeah, Darty yeah. So 2 to 3 p.m. Still a three-hour so, show. Don't get your hopes up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we said early, <laughs> not short. And we said early, not short. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, coming Thursday, I guess... So really, that's not a wildly different schedule than normal when you read it out loud. But yeah, I guess the only real big one would be Thursday the 22nd. Um, we probably won't do a late Twitch. It'll actually probably be an early Twitch. We'll try to uh, reach out to the EU players. And I don't know, maybe we'll take a break and then we'll come back on Twitch later that evening for the US players. That, that's certainly possible. I've got that entire day off. But it is. I'm going to. Um, I'm going to have to put in some extra studio time. Uh, over the next uh, several days as well. So I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that, that's really the, the biggest changes is a, an early Twitch on Thursday, the 22nd, then no show on the 25th for a podcast and no Twitch on Monday, the 26th. I'll be taking that time off. So there you go. That's what I think I've got. Anything else? Anybody else have any questions or, or need anything? Questions? Need anything? Or questions? Can I publish that schedule in the announcements? Uh, yeah, I guess I'll type it up. <clears throat> Dr. Juby needs a hug. We'll Aww, set you up with Dr. Ripper. Juby. We'll set you up <laughs> with we'll set you up with Ripper. Uh, Falcon needs a defiant. Well, uh, <clears throat> make sure and watch for the YouTube video that'll be coming uh, tomorrow. Oh yeah, you'll be voting tomorrow on the on the Treasury meme contest. Um, they better put mine in the finalist. I'll be very upset if they didn't. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I actually special ordered a debit card from Wells Fargo Did with, a treasure, with a treasury meme. Yes, Mark, your redesign went through. Yay! So, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, for anybody I'm who so doesn't too. know what that looks like, um, I think Captain Mark has an image of it. If he wanted to share it, that would be great. Um, I, I know I shared it with some of the community. I never put it in an announcement, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I did design a, um, a, a meme onto the debit card, which is just funny in and of itself because, you know, it's something, it's like a credit card. You swipe it and, and that's where the treasury comes from. And it's on a debit. Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, Dr. Juby says, post the card. Captain Mark can do it. Post the card. Um, it doesn't have a real number on it. Dr. Juby, he said, post the back with the security code on it as well. No, it's not a real number. I would love for, I would love for somebody to go try to use this number and see what happens. Uh, but Captain Mark will post the, uh, the image for you if you'd like. There it is. There it is. That, that is uh, that's the one we did. Um, do you have the one that I sent you back with the Wells Fargo logo on it so people can see what it actually looks like? It's going to be like a full like Visa card and everything. But this was the oh. meme uh, that I submitted. 
for the contest, except I didn't just submit the image. I actually submitted the meme of the credit card display. So (laughs) (laughs) I posted. Yeah, I put that was the meme I submitted was the credit card actual image of um, of this particular uh, meme. So uh, anyway, that will be uh, hopefully that'll be coming out tomorrow and you guys will be able to vote on your uh, your winning. I got to tell you, DJ, that's funny. I if if the ones submitted by the general populace are as good as the ones submitted in other discords I've been in. This isn't going to come close to being a finalist. I know. I know. I've seen some really there's good some ones. Fantastic ones. There. So there's the one that I actually submitted. Aaron just posted it in the chat. That's the one that I actually submitted. Um, but, but you can't get yeah. much fuller for a treasury than your treasury is full to infinity. I know. Well, I know. Do I know. know that I did, that is <laughs> that that makes it funny yeah that's true um but there were some really good ones uh probably my absolute favorite i have to tell you this my absolute favorite is the one that was in spanish does anybody have a link to that i don't even remember whose it was he deserves all the credit in the world he as a matter of fact he made three of them but the one that was made in spanish that was like that interview where the guy was the guy was just laughing. Oh my god! Like I, I know that that's like a two minute watch, but it's so so worth it. Um, does anybody have that link? Oh my gosh, that needs to be shared as well because it was so good. The one Doctor Juby just put up was good, but I'm telling you, my absolute favorite one was that 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 interview in Spanish. So good. I could watch it right now and and cry laughing. It made me cackle. So, um, I, I hope that, uh, there was some, there were so, so many good ones and, um, I know mine's not going to win Bubba Joe, but I, I at least wanted to be out there. I at least wanted to be out there. I wanted to, I wanted to at least try it. Um, oh, Bubba, that's good. I haven't actually seen that one yet. That's a good one. So, um, anywho, uh, Spectre says his name is L Recitas. And he had actually sadly passed away in 2021. Well, that makes it even better than it's a, a wonderful um, memoriam to to his comedic genius because he was very, very smart. I've seen some other videos that he's done. He's, he's pretty smart. Uh, very funny, funny guy. And somebody took his video and made it into a treasury video. And it was so good. That's it. Esclasico fi- found it. Now, is that the whole thing? Is that the whole? No, see, that's just the meme of him laughing. Somebody needs to, to actually watch the video, listen to him talking, and read the subtext. Read Someone, the subtitles. It is so good. Someone's asking about what happened to the tree, the Christmas tree, your last announcement. In the- oh, Captain Bob's been waiting for three hours of fun. Okay, so uh, Christmas tree. I'll, I'll tell you this story, and then I got to go. Uh, we I, unpa- I, I'm going to bail, DJ. <laughs> good night. Good night, Bubba. <laughs> Uh, so trader, first of all, I have, I have like strict laws in my house about Christmas trees up like before Halloween. All right. My wife's been fighting with me about this for like 60 days to put up the Christmas tree. And finally I gave in and was willing to put up the Christmas tree today. All right. Well, see, this is why I don't win arguments with my wife because I unpacked the Christmas tree, which you don't want anything against your wife. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this is this is why I don't win arguments with my wife because I unpacked the Christmas tree and I put it up 
and none of the lights worked. It was a pre-lit tree. None of the lights worked. So I'm like, no big deal. No big deal. Honey, where's my Christmas light bulb tester? Well, I don't know. Haven't used it since last year. Well, yeah, I know that, but I mean, it should be like with the other Christmas stuff. No, it's not. So we spent about an hour looking for the Christmas light bulb tester. When I can't find that, I resort to sitting on the floor and changing every single light bulb one at a time until I find the bad one. Trader, I checked Those over two Christmas memories that you remember. Are you kidding? My that's that's Christmas God. for the last 20 years. Bite my ass, Karkin. I changed 200 Christmas light bulbs and the tree never turned on. And I, I changed oh, fuse I'm and I changed so fuses. I changed fuses. God. I checked wiring. The tree never turned on. By the time this got done. Are you familiar with the movie National Lampoon's? There's a switch <laughs> you just didn't hit somewhere. By the time there, I the got this done, I was so frazzled. I just told my wife, I said, you know what? Take the credit card. Go down to the store and buy whatever Christmas tree you want. I don't even care. Like at this point, she's gloating so hard. She's like, this is why we don't wait this late because now I don't have a tree and I'm trying to put presents under it. And, and you know, we can't put it up because I even told her, I say, well, listen, just put up the tree and it'll just be blank and we'll just wrap other lights. Like that would be cheaper, right? Just go buy a couple of strings of lights and we'll just wrap lights around the tree ourselves. That's stupid. People are still going to see that there's light bulbs that are out and that's going to look terrible. This is why we don't wait till two weeks before Christmas to put up the tree because things like this, you don't listen. You don't listen to me. I told you, if we'd have found this two months ago, it would have been easier. Now we're going to pay three times the price for a Christmas tree. All you of just which need to is get true. The lights. All it. of which is true. Okay. Uh, she's absolutely right because we go and we spend like $350 on a freaking Christmas tree today. So she brings back the Christmas tree and now it's like into the afternoon and I still have to put up a Christmas tree. So <laughs> and that's, that's all the stupid lights. I changed so many light bulbs today. I'm Did it sure finally light up? Christmas. That's a terrible story. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't say it was a happy, it had a happy ending. <laughs> all right. I mean, if <laughs> the happy awful. ending is, if the happy ending is now that there's a tree with lights in my living room, then yeah, yeah. Christmas. <laughs> All right. Well, your wife wasn't happy, so there was definitely no happy ending. Uh, yeah, but, but you know, here's the, here's the thing. Happy ending. <laughs> but, you know, here's the thing. I even bought a special container to store the tree last year so that we wouldn't have damaged bulbs. And I get out the daggone tree, and, and clearly, and, it, and obviously, it was probably one bulb somewhere. Like, why, why can we have all this technology in the world why can we have all this ama all these amazing advances in technology in our world, but we have yet to figure out how to make a damn Christmas tree work if, if a bulb goes out? I mean, Trader, for the love of criminy, why is it that, that Christmas Canada. lights why is it the Christmas man. lights still fail you, if a single freaking bulb goes out? You have to buy the kind that doesn't do that. There are there are strengths that do that. Thing, you can like the how, how old are your lights? My, how old are the lights that are on there now, dude? I bought that tree last year. I listen oh. for the last they're, for they're the last two or three years. For the last two or three years, I've had to buy a tree every year. I'm I'm sick of this garbage. Sick of it. It's a pre-lit tree. Yeah. Uh, you just gotta get. 
we had this artificial tree that broke down into pieces and we had lights that we had to put up around it, like wrap around that the lights weren't connected to the said tree. Ooh, so Gaines Jr. Would like that idea. He says, put the old tree in the new box and take it back. <laughs> I'm totally going to do that. That's brilliant. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah, that's hey, right. It's broken. It's broken. All 200, all 240 bulbs on my tree were truncated to zero. Exactly. All right. <laughs> Joker, he says, fraud. Don't tell anybody. It's fine. Shush. Shush you. Yeah. Shush, 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 shush. <laughs> it's not like he didn't uh, buy it twice. <laughs> no, listen, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, Joker. I can't actually do that because in my fury, I went, I already took the old tree to the to the trash heap. And and uh, I didn't I, I didn't set it on fire yet, but I certainly beat the crap out of it because I was so mad. I mean, I literally took it, I slammed it against the ground. So even even if you know I would have eventually found the bulb, now they're all jacked. So <laughs> so there's that. I'm obviously not going to return. Being the up on the mountains, I'm surprised so you guys go artificial. Why not have a nice mm -hmm. real tree? And you, you know, like I, I would I would like that. My wife doesn't like real Christmas trees. Doesn't like them. So, I mean, they're certainly they're certainly riskier, right? And you and they require a lot more maintenance. So, yeah, no, I I used to have real Christmas trees when I was growing up. I would really really like a real Christmas tree, but but designate a Mrs. certain tree, like on your property that is the Christmas tree. Have it close to the house or near your garage or something. I'll do Maybe. like Ripper does. You know, that's gonna that's gonna require me to get outside and do work. Nope. I know that. How was how was I huh. storing it, Lieutenant it can Bennett? Be a last Christmas year, Christmas project for your kids. Last right, year, the um, the the bag uh, it was a bag that I stored it in. It was it was a big like it was a Christmas tree bag. It was a big huge duffel bag with like padding and everything. But still, somehow, somehow they they got messed up. But yeah, no, listen, you got to be careful with a real tree. If you don't keep it watered, then it can catch on fire. Uh, and then they shed pine needles everywhere. And and I have animals who are destructive, so, um, you know, it would probably get chewed on. I mean, last year even we couldn't even put. Uh, that's actually probably what happened. Now in hindsight, I bet a dog chewed it. Probably happened. So anyway, yeah, that that was that that took like four of my hours today. Was until my thing. I have calluses. I've got like blisters on my finger and my thumb where I was changing light bulbs, and I still never got it to work. So there you go. There's my Christmas tree story. That's why you didn't get an early show today. Damn Christmas tree. And of course, Mrs. DJ's was was chirping at me the whole time. Like, I told you so. I told you so. This is why we don't wait. This is why we don't wait till two weeks before Christmas. I hate it when she's right about trees don't mix. I hate it when she's right about stuff like that. Like seriously. Who who I just put up my Christmas tree yesterday, so well, but what would have did all your lights had work? Had you done that? Yeah, three months ago, <laughs> not three months ago. But what would have changed if you had done that? Like when she said you'd still because have those issues. No, no, because I wouldn't have had to spend three hundred fifty dollars on a tree, and 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 I would have had more time to maybe go buy a light bulb tester, which I already did. But by the way, we couldn't freaking find it. It's been a year since I've had to use it, so I don't know where the hell it is. Uh, it's just gone. It's missing. It disappeared into the ether. Well, that's why they sell those every year, too. Joker, I would have bought a new tester. That was the first thing I thought of, except it's now two weeks before Christmas, and, and I wouldn't have had any more time to build the tree if I had bought a tester and, you know, and wait for that to come in or ordered it or, you know, whatever. 
Then it would have been Wednesday before I had a chance to even put it up, and that was pushing it too close. She wants the tree up. So, yeah, she wanted the Christmas tree up. I mean, But you know what? If I had done this two months ago, then I could have bought myself a little flexibility, but she's been harping on me for a month to put up the tree. I couldn't very well now on, you know, December 11th or December 12th or whatever the heck it is. They're like, oh, I'll get to it next week. Isn't yeah, putting up the tree like a, uh, a group event? Is it something you do like the whole family gets punished to do? I mean, enjoy well, yes. doing together? Yes, but nobody could start until I got the freaking lights working, Karkin. What are you going straight to the police? None of this would ever happen. <laughs> Safaro says, uh, now you're going to find the tester. Yeah, I'll, I'll just happen upon it tomorrow. I'm just going to find it, like, you know, in the garage, you know, over with the weed-eating equipment or something. I'll just find it. I'm going to surmise right. one of your children used it for something that is, you know, I don't know. I can't even come up with a logical. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure they stuck it in a power outlet somewhere just to play with it or something. Uh, or, yeah, so it's in my sock. Explain, might explain some of the issues in your garage lately. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Well, it kind of does um, look like a pistol, so maybe cops and robbers. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Uh, but as you guys can hear, Trader is uh, obviously preparing dinner. So uh, we're going to. Me. Oh, is Karkin emptying the dishwasher right now? Uh, <laughs> all right. The dish rack. <laughs> I was putting everything away in preparation for... for making the racket. Well, honestly, Karkin sounds like he, you know, would not be. <laughs> I mean, uh, listen, Karkin likes to smoke a lot of weed and eat pizza rolls. All right. Like he doesn't even own dishes. Yeah. Paper so... plates here, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 He's got oh, one dish. All right. Um, dish. <laughs> oh man. I got the one that I took from the salad bar. And it, and it wasn't Steven's Aaron because he's still at work. He's underneath tractors right now. So, you know, there's it it wasn't him. Actually, I'm just and, driving home right now. <laughs> oh, well, see, still still not a not a, not doing dishes. And Bubba Joe, it could have been Bubba Joe, but I mean, he stacked his dishwasher like 6 hours ago. Uh, because he had dinner around three o'clock in the he's afternoon. A, he does. He's still trying he to figure does out how to use a DVR so he can record uh, Jeopardy. Yeah, that's <laughs> no. Well, he doesn't worry about the DVR. He just he just gets the VCR out and takes care of that. So yeah, that's <laughs> right. Still uh, twelve o'clock too. Baba Joe eats the early bird special, so there's no way he's doing dishes this late. So oh yeah, no, he's a dinner at three o'clock on the dot. Anyway, um, my chicken fries are cold, so I'm going to go finish those. Thank Ew. you, guys. Mm, chicken fries. <laughs> I know. They're, they're actually good. I'm going I'm to pop them in the microwave now, make them nice Put some and some mustard on them. Mustard. Gonna, yeah. Uh, mustard is good. I've had mustard on, but I'm gonna, I've got barbecue sauce in the house uh, from my last trip. You're going to have a heart attack from that stuff. If you oh, have a soda, it would probably be better. Listen, there's, there's a, yeah, there's it's at least 6% real chicken. It's not gluten free. That's. <laughs> I think six percent is kind of generous. Yeah, and the it's part, at least six percent real chicken. Chicken is like feet and beaks and stuff. Forty percent meat protein. All right. It's ninety-five yeah. percent breading. It's still authentic chicken. All right. Um, but with that, guys, I'm going to thank you. My name is Ultimate DJs. I appreciate you joining us for this edition of Talking in Cars with DJs. Uh, a subset of the Talking Trek podcast and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person saying meow for now. We appreciate you being here. 
Uh, thank you for joining us here so late. And don't forget all of our ways to win. Visit our website for links to all of our socials and for opportunities to enter all of our various contests for giveaways as we approach the end of this year and the beginning, Trader, of our fourth season here at Talking Track. Yeah, uh, that is coming up very soon. We appreciate everybody who has joined us on the journey for these past three years. Thank you guys so very much. My name is Ultimate DJs. Hope you guys have an absolutely wonderful night. We'll catch you on the next one. Meow for now, everybody. Good night. Meow. Where's my barbecue sauce?